It's going all right, I guess. What's up? <laughs> First episode of the new year, or it's going to drop on the new year, but we're not recording it in the new year. Pretty close, though. Not going to drop close. on. It's going to drop it's in going 2024. To drop in 2024. <laughs> yeah, that's correct. I think. Is that correct? Sean? Sure. Why don't we tell people what we're doing? Yo, trash talker himself. Yeah. Oh, we're, oh, we're going to get to it. Okay. We're collaboration. It. All right. We're doing a collaboration. Take root and back pew combos together right. at last. Yeah, not front row conversations. No, it's front, jerks. front, no, it front was, pew. Dis- <laughs> you don't even remember. Is it? Fr- Alzheimer's got him. <laughs> it was front row discussions. Yeah. <laughs> the old age was catching up to him. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what it was. Anyway, take root is here with back pew. We're doing the first ever collaboration, probably first of many. Hopefully. Maybe. Hopefully. If you guys don't fire us. Yeah, if nobody gets punched. <laughs> nobody dies this episode. <laughs> I'm not going to put it past any one of the four of us. Is this Who the first knows? time that there's ever been uh, four people? Four, finally? yes. Mm-hmm. This is the first time we've ever had any guests on ours. Right. So yeah. you guys should be, feel pretty privileged about that. Yeah. I'm privileged. Oh, I'm privileged. <laughs> Aren't we all? Four white dudes. <laughs> just chilling. Oh, you had to bring that up. I was going to I'm just saying. That. We're all privileged. <laughs> yeah. Well, <laughs> well three quarters. Some might say blessed. Three quarters of us are bald, but. Yeah. Yeah, not me. Yeah, Mr. Gray Hair. <laughs> we should have videoed this podcast and shaved Sean's head. Oh, nope. yeah. Uh-uh. Now, <laughs> now that piques my interest. Yeah. Can you imagine? It would, you sicko. A lot. Yeah, everybody yeah. that hates Sean would watch that so many times. Which is zero people. <laughs> no, I, I don't know. There actually might be a No, it there. probably is zero. <laughs> everybody likes Sean. Well, 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 well. You seem to say that a lot. I do. It's my thing. It's my <laughs> thing I say when I'm not sure what else to say. Here's oh. what, here, but there, here there is one thing that I want to say. Here there is. How dare you? How dare the two of you? That's what I want to say. Do what? Let's just let's just go ahead and do it. Let's just go ahead and get it out there. The two of you lied about me on your podcast <laughs> to your audience, and I won't stand for it. What did we lie about? You called me an intruder. I come in here. I texted Andrew, and I was like, hey, I'm coming. It's going to be a good time. I'm coming. And he said, what did you say? I said, come on down. I thought you were joking. <laughs> <laughs> I, was, I was also in on this text message thread. I can verify. Did you think he was joking? <laughs> I've kind of had, I know Sean pretty well. Okay. I kind of knew he was being serious. Okay. <laughs> well, I, especially whenever you said, come on down. Yeah. I took that I, as the green light I, I, to come I, on I down. Meant, what it was, it, <laughs> it sounded to you like, come on down. It felt like, to me, like, LOL. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> a little You're texting this. There's no sarcasm in text messaging. <laughs> Do you know me? Yes, I feel like there is. Maybe it didn't come through, but it it was like nah, I can't use that reference. <laughs> <laughs> but it was like you said one thing and meant another, and so I said one thing but meant another. Well, I said something and meant it, so I thought you said something. I was being it. allegorical, and you were being literal. Oh, okay. 
I see. Well, nice. he came down. I did. He did. I, I come in here, and I was being silly goose, right? Just being me, silly goosing all over the place. And yeah. I come in you here. You dropped your silly goose droppings everywhere. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you crapped all over our podcast. <laughs> I come in here expecting to have a silly goose time with my pals. I thought I would be welcomed. Couple, couple of my pals here. I come in. I thought they'd be like, oh, hey, it's my pal Sean. But instead, I get dirty looks, and uh, you know what? You committed the sin of Sodom. Not the one that TC talked about in your last episode, but the actual sin of Sodom, (laughs) which is unhospitality. I come in here, and there's no welcome. You guys are just like, oh, he's ruining our podcast. And the thing happened to stop right when I come in. It did. That's suspicious. Yeah, Holy Spirit. (laughs) (laughs) That actually might have been what it was because I honestly have no explanation for that. (laughs) I don't either. I mean, you came up with that so quick, though, that I was like, I I mean, it was believable. (laughs) (laughs) How are you going to argue with that? It's like you pull that out. Like, oh, okay. (laughs) It's like whenever you say, did that really happen? And people were like, well, with God, anything's possible. You're like, yeah, good point. (laughs) I guess. (laughs) You're right. You got me there. Yep. But you guys said that I ruined the podcast. You said I ruined the episode, but you know You what? guys didn't say that. Peyton said that. I did say that, <laughs> and you agreed with me. Oh, well, I maybe, but I didn't say it. <laughs> but you guys played me back while I was in here. Played me back some of what you guys recorded beforehand, and I came in here, changed the whole vibe of the place. You're welcome, because that was one of your better episodes. <laughs> he loved that episode, actually. That's, that's probably because we talked ones. about him. <laughs> I think we talk about him in every episode. Somehow he comes up. <laughs> That was one of the best ones you guys ever did. So you're welcome. You're welcome. You know what? Thank what you. can I say? That's what I was fixing. You're welcome. Y'all be dead soon. <laughs> <sighs> Andrew called me old when I'm like three, four years older than him, maybe. Made fun of my gray hair. You know what? I'm just. I'm, I'm not mad. I'm just I just make fun of people with hair because I don't have That's any. right. It's a jealousy <laughs> thing. <laughs> I mean, I just have to say that I don't feel like I've really been smack talk at all. So, no, we haven't received any smack talk from you. Exactly. It's more coming from Sean. I did say at one it's point, Sal's dead to me. You did say that, but I didn't mean that. Like everything else, I say I didn't mean it. It's all in fun. It's okay though because I anticipate being resurrected. So, <laughs> yeah, good one. I did actually hand you a microphone. You did. Yeah. You never sat down. You kept standing there awkwardly. It wasn't a seat. Oh. <laughs> yes, there, there was. was. Yeah, always oh. were standing behind the seat. Well, but it stopped recording. Yeah, but not until after you had stood there awkwardly because, with the listen, microphone in your hand. Because again, when I came in, you guys looked like you were real uncomfortable, like you didn't want me here. So I wasn't going to sit down. I was scared a little bit. And force my... You, <laughs> see? <laughs> you, <laughs> you literally freaked him out. I was like, what is happening? Because that is, one, never happened... Other than Brother Steve coming in the first episode, yeah. and we knew he was here. Yeah. And then, but nobody shows up when we come here. And <laughs> I, I see the doorknob turning. I'm like, and then you bust through, like, I mean, like Kool Aid guy. Gu- yeah. <laughs> guns out, everything. I'm like, what is happening? Yeah. I mean, you got to admit, you came in. I came in hot. Yeah. First words out of yeah, your mouth. That's one word. Was drugs, I'm pretty <laughs> sure. <laughs> Hey, now we have to cut it because you said we can't talk about drugs. Yeah, that's right. I'm not talking about it. I just said the word. 
I mean, I just think the people should know that you guys had cocaine on the table. Okay. Okay. That's what. That's so what I'm Sean made a fairly benign <laughs> joke about drugs. Uh, clearly a joke. And it was borderline too far. <laughs> <laughs> it was too far for as, me. Got, as, as all good humor is. As all good it humor It got is. to the point where I thought we had them on the table. And so I was, I, I was confused. <laughs> Sean had convinced Peyton, who has never touched a drug in his life, that he was a drug addict. <laughs> and it was weird. But yeah, that's why that's why I didn't sit down. Didn't feel welcome. Again, Sodom. Unhospitality. You guys didn't welcome me. And also, you said something very important there. You said it was weird. That's kind of our thing. That's kind of what we do. You're right. <laughs> As a part of a group text with... You too? As you know, I kinda know. Yeah, that's right. It gets weird. It gets weird. Which I'm fine with, but it's fun though. I expect it. This one came in like Miley Cyrus on a wrecking ball. <laughs> came in like a wrecking ball. Anyway, I have no beef. No I love, beef. I love everybody. All beef is squashed on my end. I don't have any beef. I do like beef. I, might have I like beef. <laughs> yes, as proven by when we just had lunch, I ate beef. There was no real beef anyway. It's all in fun. That's right. I mean, it seems like you're a little touchy about it. In jest? Was it, was it in jest? <laughs> it was in jest. Nobody knows what that means. <laughs> I don't. I, it's just a saying that nobody knows actually what it means. Well, now that that's out of the way. I thought we were going to talk about how... Y'all had the podcast planned out. Multiple episodes recorded. Oh, <laughs> Me and Andrew can. one weekend. We can talk about yeah, that. You know what? Actually, I do want to talk about <laughs> Maybe I do have a beef. Okay? Sal does have beef. He Sal hates us. A couple one-two copycats here. Sal had a cooler with beef in it that he had forgotten about <laughs> until just now. No, in a way, in a way, I kind of respect it, right? Because we, me and Sean here, we're almost borderline to overthinkers. To overthinkers. Method- right? You're very methodical. Yeah. So we... I mean, we've been talking about doing a podcast for literally for years. Yeah. And we finally were just like, all right, we're going to buy the stuff and do it. But so, <laughs> years. years. We thought about it for hours. <laughs> so, so we Peyton had the idea on like a Friday. You guys recorded an episode on like Tuesday or something. Yeah, that's yeah literally. Like, that is correct. So we recorded an, our first episode in like August. Yeah. I mean, like, and then weeks go by <laughs> without posting because we're like, I don't know if we're ready yet. Like, we wanted to bank some episodes. so that we, we had four episodes recorded and not released. And then you guys released before we did. So now Seth, we look like the copycats. And we weren't ready. <laughs> <laughs> if I mean, I'm not mistaken. It was more than one episode we released. You guys put two out before we put our first one out. Yeah. Which the our first two episodes, like, figuring out how to post and where it, how to even do anything was yep. really messy and we didn't really have like a date that we were like oh we're gonna post on this day we were just like let's just get them out while we record them <laughs> and it was just no i don't i really don't have a beef with it just because i kind of in a way i respect that just like you know you get this thought get this idea yolo just dive into it <laughs> that's right you know what i'm saying like, pretty much because because that is so different from the way we operate i kind of yep. respect it in a way no yeah so i don't <laughs> <laughs> I don't care if you respect it as long as you have no beef about it. No, no beef. There's no beef to He's be beefless. Beefless. All beef patty. If there was, it would be like. Oh, there it is. wouldn't be like. There fa- it wouldn't be like a fancy beef. It would be something like. Uh, it wouldn't be like a. Just ground beef. It wouldn't be like a New York strip. It'd be like a ground beef. I thought ground you. Were, I thought you were gonna go real fancy. Something mm-hmm. like a like Kobe. 
Kobe beef or a fillet from Kobe. Wagyu. Wagyu, Wagyu yeah. yeah. You know what? The real only beef I think Sean actually has is that I'm a better drummer than him. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I haven't laughed that hard since I was a little gal. That's funny. (laughs) I'm I'm your I'm your co-host, and I would agree that Sean is way better. Oh, it's not even a discussion, (laughs) but I thought it was funny. I just want to ask Sean. When we were in eighth grade, right? Who was first chair drummer? Uh, Sal was first chair. Wow! Yeah, true yeah. story. Passed you up, buddy. Had <laughs> super high standards, huh? <laughs> I mean, this was sixth grade on the on the stage. It was the last time I played drums. <laughs> I retired at the top of my game. <laughs> Smart. Yeah, go out, go out on top. Yeah, like uh, trying to think of somebody who actually did that and didn't stay too long. Doesn't happen that often. <laughs> no, you're one of very few people. You're 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 good though. You don't give yourself enough credit. You're pretty good. You're a good drummer. Is that a compliment? I, feel, a compliment. I feel like he's smacking I you in the back of his patronized. head. Is that the right Ow. word? Because you went Ow. pretty good. I'll tell you what I, I am better than you at then. <laughs> What's that? No, I don't know. Thank you, Sean. That piano. No, that was I was that was that a legit means compliment. a lot to me. That was a legit compliment. Okay, thanks. You know you. You have this mystique about you that it makes it hard to tell. Apparently. Whether... Actually, actually, didn't he compliment you yesterday in the said text thread? And you were like, I don't even know how to take this. Exactly, I did. He never took me seriously. When was was that the props. one where you said you wanted to be more like me? Uh, I well, think that was. Well, yeah, well, I didn't Sal can, well, wow. Sal can verify. I didn't quite say that. a very bold that. statement. Yeah, I know. You're kind of reading into that I felt pretty bit. good about it because I've never heard that before. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you feel that good about it, I'll let you have it. Not quite what I meant. You can so you it. can't let me have it because you had <laughs> to make another comment. <laughs> All right, I'm just a jerk. Sorry. Uh, I can see how people would perceive you that way. I can too, but no, I don't think so. You have no jerkness in you that I know of. A wise guy, maybe. Weisenheimer. So if you haven't figured it out yet, us here, Backpew Convos, collab. With Take Root, Andrew and Peyton. You might may have heard their names come up on our pod a couple times. A couple times. Once in a negative context. Actually, the one I'm releasing today that we recorded before this one, we bring you guys. Don't, don't, don't tell them. You brought us up oh, last time. never mind. Time. Uh, um. <laughs> all right. So for all the back few convos listeners <laughs> who heard them say in the last episode, if you listen to Take Root, just make sure just let them know that you like ours. <laughs> There's... I just want to know how many people told you that. Zero. What? Two. Like, two. And they were both children. <laughs> that sounds about right. And they were kin to Yeah, him. they're related to Sean. <laughs> I was going to say, our demographics that we get, our analytics, doesn't seem to paint us as that big of a hit with the children. <laughs> yeah. No. We I, have, could, I could see that. We have more in that, what is it, like 60 or 65 plus. We have more listeners in that category than we do in like the teenage. Yeah, and that's your category. mom and dad. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's just mom and dad on repeat. Do you just know who our biggest fan is? A seven-year-old girl. <laughs> Piper. Yeah. Well, there you go. And your she biggest fan is a 65-year-old woman. So I, I, <laughs> the struggle and doing this is real. Yeah, it is. I'm not dis... I'm not... The harping on y'all, I'm saying we're both in the same boat, just on the opposite ends of the age spectrum. Yeah, <laughs> pretty much. Pretty much. Not reaching anybody that we want to, probably. Well, you don't care about the old people. <laughs> <laughs> nah. 
<laughs> I mean, wow. mom and dad can talk to me whenever they want. That's right? true. That is true. <laughs> hey, we do have that one listener that's uh, in the Philippines. Philippines. Sure do. Shout out to them. Shout true story. Out. I dated a girl in high school that was from the Philippines. No, you didn't. If you're listening, miss you. <laughs> <laughs> Honest to God, I can't remember her name. <laughs> I think about you all the time. Yeah, it's so funny. Yeah. That's the last thing I thought you were going to say. Me too. It came out of nowhere. No, I don't even remember her name. We didn't date. She she was a missionary to America from the Philippines. You're like, wait, isn't that backwards? But anyway. Yeah, yeah it is, isn't it? I mean, to be honest, I don't know anything about the Philippines. So America owns the Philippines. Really? Miss you. Like, is that like, factual? Or yeah. are you just spewing stuff? No. Right? It's like one of the, what do you call them, when <laughs> territories or something? Yeah. I'm pretty sure this is irrelevant to this podcast on the <laughs> territories of America. But I mean, anyway, up, we, but. we weren't serious or anything. I think it just shows our vast knowledge that we have here. We can just drop knowledge about territories, yeah. Bible, whatever. Whatever people need, <laughs> they come to Take Root, they come to Back Pew Combos. You're going to get what you need, people. Exactly. I'm not sure that after this collab, the people will not just want us to all four join up, join forces forever, and just to spew the knowledge. They may demand it. They might have the, to. The have only it. fear is that it's just too much. Like, I mean, you're, you know, like sometimes you just, if your face is constantly melted off, it's just a bad situation. It's <laughs> like, it's like yeah. listening to Jordan Peterson and Sam Harris. It, you have to listen to the same video 74 <laughs> times to have any idea what they said. And I feel like they would have to, like, we would only be able to post one episode a quarter. I'm going to be honest. Mm. I didn't expect Sam Harris's name to come up in this conversation. I don't even know who Sam Harrison is. <laughs> Harris. Sam Harris. Harris. <laughs> He's one of the quote unquote new atheists. Whatever that means. He does a lot of. Uh, you know debates. Jordan Peterson, though, right? Yeah. They're just friends that disagree about everything and have conversations on YouTube. Yeah. That are, he's, he's, yeah, he's like a, I wouldn't say militant atheist, but maybe in that realm. Yeah, something like that. Nice guy. No slander to him, yeah. yeah. I, I've read a couple of his books. Yeah. Nice guy. Well, mm-hmm. odd, yeah, but oddly enough, I don't know that you can call Jordan Pearson a Christian either. Because I think you could. Do you? I actually know less about him than I do Sam Harris, to be honest. Oh, okay. You know much about Jordan? I just know that him and his daughter went on that carnivore diet. Yeah, they And did. they, like, she got healed of her immune disorder or yep. whatever like that. So, I a know lot the carnivore diet is money. pretty rock they got, they got fixed of a lot of stuff. Yeah. Like, they were in bad shape. Actually, they went, I forget how many years, two or three years, all they ate was beef, salt, and water. Every meal of every day, and that sounds terrible. Yes, it does. <laughs> and but they they were in such bad health, and like saw I mean dramatic improvements that it was worth it. You know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's about all I know. And that him and Joe Rogan are buddies. Yeah. But I know that he's crazy smart, and like you said, anytime I've ever watched one of his like videos whatever i have to watch it back a couple times to understand what he's even trying to say mm-hmm. sometimes there's certain people like that that i like to listen to just to to know my place in the world you know <laughs> yep <laughs> like, that's why i'm here in livermore <laughs> there's another guy there's another guy i like to listen to sometimes his name is uh, david bentley hart and 
he will use word like sometimes it's not that I don't understand what he's trying to say. I don't know the words he's saying. <laughs> like I have to stop and like Google the definition of the word. Yeah, I went to McLean County, <laughs> not <laughs> Princeton. Yeah, so that's always interesting listening to guys like that. I think. I always like to listen to people that are not as smart as me. That way I feel superior. <laughs> well, that's one way to go. <laughs> so you must listen to our podcast a lot. <laughs> Every episode. I was going to Actually, make except for the most recent one. Two. haven't caught up to that one yet. Every one up until the one that you just released the other day. Do what? I've listened to every one. Except nice. for the most recent one. Respect. Respect. Oh, yeah. You guys have put out one more since TC's, haven't you? I, was, I did listen to that one. Actually, yeah, you listened to it. Yeah. Because you... I listen to Call all me. of yours. You know what? That's another thing. I do have some beef because you <laughs> guys can't let it go. <laughs> you guys were giving all these flowers to people, saying, "Oh, thank you, guys!" Like naming specific names of people that have listened to y'all's every episode of y'all's podcast. My name never come up. I listened to. <laughs> I every don't remember one of them. that. I don't I either. My mother oh, I has not even listened to every episode of this, and apparently today she went on a binge because she texted me <laughs> <I> in <guess> Vegas, <laughs> so. and I'm like. Yeah, you know what? It's too late, Mom. Yeah, because <laughs> thanks. But you, can't, you can't ask me about something I said three weeks ago, all right? That's right. I've moved on. <laughs> I've read 97 chapters of the Bible since then. Yeah. <laughs> At least four chapters of John. At least four chapters. <laughs> Hopefully five, if that's what we're talking about today. Well, that was the plan. We'll see. <laughs> yeah, but I've listened to every one of y'all's, every episode. I, I feel like you're just kind of being greedy because you come up in every episode. And you just want, hmm? you've hmm. came up in almost hmm. every one of our episodes. That was one of the, like the first ones. I think that was actually the first, maybe the second episode, third, one of them. It was one of your earlier ones when you guys said that. And you were, guys were talking about people that had listened to every episode. Were we punching Gus in that episode? <laughs> Probably, because back then you guys were real intent on punching him in the face for yeah, some reason. We I still am. <laughs> <laughs> I'm over it. I'm just kidding. But that's why Gus likes our podcast better. He actually did say that in Sunday school this morning. <laughs> that's fine. <laughs> and I was shocked. <laughs> and disappointed and hurt. Mm, that's a lot. I was that's a lot of emotion. not at all shocked, to be honest. <laughs> I wasn't shocked. Now we have more beef. <laughs> the beef keeps getting made. I'm up to a sirloin. Ooh, sirloin. That's kind of what I had for lunch. Steak tips. Is that not what that is? I'm not sure. Something like that. The local Mexican place. Pretty sure if Bethel didn't eat there, they would go out of business. I don't know. That place was packed whenever we got there today. It was too. So. Yeah, because Harley and Elijah. They started to kind of migrate over here from Calhoun. Yeah, go to Cal- go the sister <laughs> restaurant is in Calhoun. I know. I am so disappointed in Harley and Elijah. I know. It's, we need to just close. We need to just rent that thing out like every Sunday. Every Sunday, <laughs> we should. They would probably people not. come up. You with Beth Outridge? No. Get out of here. Yeah. 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 About to start issuing ID cards. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Bethel member ID, please. No, nah, I'm not in on that. That sounds weird. Yeah, that's I'm out. That's also, cult, that's cultish. <laughs> my my my, my lord, my god. Peyton didn't go to eat with us today. No, he didn't. How was yours? It was good. I, I actually had a steak. I know. In New York Strip. Did you? Hmm. Yeah. Medium. Yes. Perfect. It's perfecto. Yeah. It's good. momento. <laughs> I just had to drop in a little bit of that because I knew 
You guys are getting on the TC about talking Spanish because <laughs> you can't understand him. No, no, we I I Andrew might not be able to. I can understand TC because it's usually simple things. Okay, but I don't think he knows what he's saying. No, that's why we got <laughs> on to him. <laughs> that no. makes it better. There's no idea. I'm sorry. Donde es mi queso? I don't know what that means. Where is my cheese? <laughs> okay. Where does my cheese? Is that that's a, a that's about the extent. is that a Veggie Tale song? Uh, it it should have been. It if should it wasn't, have been. It should have been. Yeah. Where is my cheese? Mexican food took this country by storm at some sure point. Did. Like I remember when people didn't go to Mexican restaurants, and then like twenty years ago, El Braceros came to Central City, Madisonville, hmm. and eventually Owensboro, and just changed everything. Anybody who claimed to know who Jesus was <laughs> went to El Bracero after church. I feel like in Owensboro, Real Hoss is the one that changed yeah, the game. It was. Yeah. In Owensboro, it was. And now it's trash. But, yeah. I haven't been there, and I can't even tell you when. Yeah, well, It's been years. The last two times I've been there, I swore I'd never go back. Not sure why I broke that <laughs> rule after the first time, but it was bad. You get used to places, too, like... The salsa and stuff. Like, I'm so used to the one here in Livermore that anytime I go to any other Mexican restaurant, I'm like, this salsa is garbage. Yeah. This is not good. <clears throat> Livermore Mexican might be it's the good. best Mexican restaurant I've ever ate at. Yeah. Like, I would put it up there with any place I've ever ate. It's Which is crazy. crazy. My wife is a big Mexican food fan. She says it's the best one she's ever been to. Most I, people I talk to say it's the yeah, best. Yeah, but Kate's a liar. Yeah. <laughs> Well, hey, thanks. <laughs> I can't reach you. This got sideways. <laughs> we could bash Kate. <laughs> Where's Tommy? <laughs> yeah, we should have brought him on. We should have brought Tommy. Tommy. My brother-in-law. Oh, okay. You would he know said, that if you'd listen to every episode. He said, right. He, he well, said, liar, liar, <laughs> pants on fire. Caught you in another one. <laughs> Tommy. He hasn't been here in a while. You know. He's riding that fence. Is he? I'm pretty sure he was here last Sunday. Yeah, he was. <laughs> don't, and, don't you know Satan owns the fence? Yeah, I know. That's what somebody told me. Oh, Odie. <laughs> I told him that somebody, I forget who I was. I said, he's got his one foot on one side and one foot on the other. He said, you can't ride that fence. Satan owns the fence. <laughs> I said, wow. I had no idea. Does Satan own anything? I think he owns anything. No, he don't own nothing of mine. Me neither. Sucker. Loser. He owns lies. Father of lies. He is the father of lies. Well, you can have that. According to Jesus. Jesus Christos, according to (laughs) TC. And I was like, huh? That's how much Spanish I know. Maybe we should just talk about TC the rest of the pod. Well, the the name, here's a question I got for you guys. This is is completely coming off the hip here, so might get off the rails. Who knows? But you were talking about like Jesus Christos or Jesus or whatever. Mm-hmm. This is a question that I I have a lot because we talk often about like the name, right? The, there's power in the name of Jesus, but also his name wasn't really Jesus. Correct. So how do we deal with that? What does that mean? How I deal with it personally is I use the word Jesus when I'm talking to somebody. Yeah. But when I pray, I call him Yeshua. Huh. Interesting. Is that what you mean? Yeah. Like it's I mean, not actually the correct pronunciation? Is that what you yeah. mean? Yeah. Because like, I mean, in his everyday life, like he didn't walk around and people were calling him Jesus because right. that's like an English translation or whatever. Right. So, yeah. but then if there's power in the name, is it specifically 
pronunciation of the name that we're talking about here yeah. or what, I don't you know. Yeah. I mean just knowing <clears throat> I don't think he set it up that way, but right. but just my own in my own mind, I call him Yeshua. And a lot of times I say, In the name of Yeshua the Christ. Hmm. Amen. I think that there is something about using that name specific. Yeshua, I think there is something about using that name that I think is really cool. Like you guys know that song, Yeshua, that we we did it not yeah. too long ago. I love that song. That's really well, good. I think and, I, I think it was just like, did we not play it? It was just kind of flung we, in there. Yeah, I think that's what happened. Yeah. It is a really cool song. I like it. My wife has a tattoo on her arm that says Yeshua. Yeah, she was gonna get Jesus. I was like. Oh, no. <laughs> no, if you're going to get it on there forever, you're going to get his get real right. name. No, I didn't tell her that. She was smart enough to figure that out on her own. Yeah. I mean, I I never, I don't know. I don't have an answer for it. That's why I asked you guys what you guys, what you guys thought. I've never I just, thought about it. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> yeah, no, I don't I think I just, it matters. But. Well, that's kind of where I land on it. I think it's more about, like anything, right? It's it's not that which goes in that defiles with that which comes out. You know, yeah. like even though the words come out, but. I think it's the intent. The point <laughs> yeah, is, yeah, I think it's the heart. The point is, it's the intent, and it's not like the when you say the powers in the name, it's not it's not like the pronunciation. It's not the vibrations from my right. vocal cords that have it's, the power. It's the you know the the intent behind yeah. it. So. No one we're talking about that person. So right, yeah, I feel you. That is interesting though, because I've I've told people that before about you, and they're like, "What are you talking about?" I'm like. What do you no? What are you talking? I, this is the correct way to say it. Why are you thinking I'm the weirdo? People but I do it all the time. Like I prayed today at church in the name of Jesus. Yep, right? Yeah, like, mm-hmm. that's just the way I talk because I'm English. I speak English. Yeah. <laughs> Plus, when you say in Jesus' name, it feels right. It does feel right. <laughs> it sounds right. It sounds right. <laughs> it feels right. When somebody's praying for you and they go Jesus' name or whatever, you're like I don't know why you said it that way. But thank you. <laughs> I don't know what just happened here, but I like that. Yeah, I, <laughs> I think it just sounds definitely. right because that's what we've always heard. Yeah, it definitely, that's yeah. what it is. But still, but yeah, I think that uh, that's. I don't like you said. I don't really know that it matters. I would rather people actually know Jesus, like actually know who Jesus is, mm-hmm. rather than get his name right. Yeshua, whether it's Yeshua or Jesus or whatever. You know what I mean? But that's my two. Well, alrighty. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm with you. I feel it. Yeah. Do you well. feel it? Do you feel it, Peyton? <laughs> I feel it. What I you got it. for us, P? Uh that that com- the, the the name of Jesus, like that conversation. Last night we went to um Ethan, this guy named Ethan from River Tree, a church in Owensboro. You went you yeah. played at his church. Yeah. We went to his house last night, and they kind of had like this Gen Z. He was trying; he's trying to get Gen Z kids and like teenagers and stuff like at his house some t- some nights to like worship and stuff. And he had we had a thing last night, and I was talking to him because he recently went to Nepal in the Himalayas for a mission trip, and they like hike in the mountains and they go to villages and share the gospel. And he said, <clears throat> he said it's a lot different because like. Honduras, when you go to Honduras, everybody knows about Jesus. Like, because they're very religious people, but like they're Catholic or I think Pentecostal. Like, yeah, it's it's between them too. And so you don't really meet a lot of people in Honduras that don't know 
Jesus or have never heard Jesus. Like if you live in Honduras, you probably know Jesus. And so he said that there was a guy, it might have he said it might have been a witch doctor, but it was one of the two stories, but there was a seventy seven year old and maybe like another guy in his, you know, late sixties or whatever, but they've never heard like Jesus or the gospel. And he said it just hits different when you meet people that don't like they have never heard of it. Yeah. And he said it and he said that um when they it was like the day before they were leaving and he said he woke up super early and watched the sunrise and Ethan, if you're listening to this, I don't know if he even knows that we have podcasts, but <laughs> but if you're listening to this, I'm telling your whole story. And he said he just watched the sun rise, and he said he just cried the whole time he watched the sunrise. And he said he couldn't. He said he didn't want to leave the mountains because he knew there were people there that didn't like have never heard Jesus. Yeah, and I've never heard a story like that, like because you know Jesus, like the the Bible and Jesus, like. It's worldwide, like everybody. You think everybody hears about Jesus, and it's just like there's some people that, like, they have never heard the name, whatever name it is. Yeah. They've never heard of it, and they've never yeah. heard the story of the gospel. And he was telling me that. And before we left, I were like, "Hey, if you ever have a, another seat on a Himalaya <laughs> trip, yeah. count me in." <laughs> yeah, that would be cool. But we can we can hit up our first international episode. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> with some Napoleon. There. there you go. I would love no, to it, it, it really is hard to even fathom just because of where, I mean, I can only speak for myself, but you guys are from the same place I am. Like, where we're from, if you haven't, like, really ventured out too much from, from where we're at, like, everybody here knows. Like, you know, I mean, the majority of Americans are Christians. Or at least, yeah. at the very least, have been raised in a culture that has, mm-hmm. that Christianity has been the main, has had the most power, you know, um, uh, not in a negative way, but you know what I mean? Like it's been a majority Christian. So it's hard to fathom that there are people that have never heard, you know? Yeah. But I'm sure that there are. I like Ethan. Uh, whenever I went and played for them a while Mm -hmm. back, uh, I was, I stayed for the, the sermon. I like, I mean, I don't mean this in like a a bad way, but I was kind of like surprised, like how much I really liked. Yeah. He is a very, um, he, because he's into the baptisms or whatever. Yeah. With Jason Toller at Refuge, and he's just a very like he's just a bubbly guy, and by his like appearance, you wouldn't think he's a bubbly guy. You would think he's like very like stone cold, just because he has like a. I mean, I'm talking he's about the, one with the, the awesome bu- the beard, must- right? Or the big mustache. Yeah. He was at the youth rally. Yeah, like handlebar. But mustache. did we? Didn't we? Me and you and Kate and Hannah and Autumn and all those. He had an awesome church. beard. Yes, yes. Did. a better beard than mine, uh, bro. Come on, <laughs> I'm gonna I say play the fifth. <laughs> if there is one better, he had. It. Yeah, it was pretty good, but but yeah, he's just like he's like the friendliest person I've met. Yeah. And but anyways, well, I already liked him. I never met him. <laughs> yeah. if, he's, if he's a beard brother, I'm in. <laughs> but his whole family's like that. They're just very welcome. His mom, they she lives behind his house, and she's like that too. And but he actually hit on John five in that sermon. Really? Yeah. Nice. This guy sounds wise. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. why did y'all pick John to start? Yeah. I don't know. Why not? <laughs> I tried. I mean, I, mean, I love, the, I love right? the selection. I love John. That's I tried to go Romans. Start in the beginning. He wanted to start in Zephaniah. <laughs> so we, so we split the difference and went to John. Well, Whatever. You, you're a Marcionite, so you couldn't have that. 
How dare you, sir? <laughs> no, I've we don't, we both like John. Yeah, we just it was kind of like you said, y'all are outline people and we're shoot off the hip people. <laughs> That's what happened. <laughs> we're like, uh, any meeny. How about John? Sure. I, th- I don't know if Peyton told you, but I told, or I mean Andrew told you, but I told uh, him the other night that. That's one of the things I like about y'all's podcast is because when we do it, like we're very outline oriented. Like I try to write down a, you know, I come with some <laughs> yeah. notes that are outline. This is what we're going to start with. This is what we're going to hit next. This is, you know, want to make sure we hit all these points and then close. And I listen to you guys' podcast and it's like, I don't know, maybe we'll talk about John today. Maybe we'll talk, we'll, we could read the Christmas story. Like, <laughs> we might talk about diarrhea. Who knows? Maybe. <laughs> If Elijah was here, we'd talk about it for sure. <laughs> we would make him. We might have him tell a story every single time he comes on. I mean, I, wait, I wait, almost wait. felt unqualified because I don't have a poop story. <laughs> really, don't have completely normal your whole life. <laughs> Pretty much. Wow. <laughs> but yeah, the the two episodes before our last episode, I told Andrew after we recorded with TC, I was like, we should probably get some type of outline for the next episode because I was like, the last two episodes they've been off the rails. <laughs> Yep, but we didn't have an outline. No, for yesterday's we episode, didn't, and it was, and we killed it. It was. It I was feel awesome. like it's going to change the whole world. <laughs> well, there's a little bit too, like stepping out of your comfort zone there with doing it because even <clears throat> sitting here, like we don't have an outline really for this podcast that we're doing. Yeah, and in the back of my mind, the whole time I'm thinking, we got to get to John Five. Like, when are we? Let's talk about John Five. You just got to fill it out, like, bro. Yeah, we are not used to all this, like just kind of chitting, chitting, and chatting. I know. It stopped recording. Are you You're kidding? I'm just kidding. <laughs> That'd be terrible. I'd probably cry. Actually, it wouldn't because it would still be there, right? It wouldn't self-delete. Yeah. But we wouldn't know how far back it would stop recording. Oh, yeah. That's why I was. We could have missed all this gold that we just dropped. Maybe. Mm. Which is exactly what he said (laughs) when it kicked him out. Exactly. (laughs) He said this comedic gold was his exact (laughs) Literally. I sure did. And I meant it. Every word of it. I meant it. I'll stand by it till (laughs) my dying day. You know what? Uh... You, I heard you die on this podcast whenever TC yep. was telling his story. Like yep. whenever you laughed so hard at TC's traumatic experience that we're going back to this now. Yes, we are. Okay, because I just want to say that I heard you die on this podcast. I heard your spirit leave your body Pretty as much. you were laughing at TC's trauma. He left, and TC said, <laughs> "Gone like a fart in wind." Yeah, he sure did. <laughs> I literally, or you can ask Peyton. He was sitting right there. He was watching me. I was I was thinking I was gonna have to call nine one one. I mean, did, didn't you guys have to stop recording and start again? No, I had no, to leave the room the so room. they could keep going because I was being an interruption. He was. He could not stop laughing. For some it was. He at some point he goes, "I've never heard you laugh that hard," and I said, "I've never heard anybody say something so stupid." <laughs> That's why I can't stop laughing because you keep saying crazy stuff. Now, I didn't even laugh the hardest at that part. I laughed first. When you guys were asking him the questions about Christmas, and he was sort of still warming up to being on the podcast, <laughs> he didn't even know what to say. Andrew said, "Do you like Christmas?" And Andrew and TC sitting over there, like trying to come up with an answer. And Andrew goes, "It's a yes or no." <laughs> I laughed so hard at that part, and also at the part where he was talking about going to meet Mormons, and you were like, "I don't know that that's a great idea." <laughs> I think he went to their church this morning. Yeah, I'm pretty sure he did. No, I don't know that. I know that he went somewhere with them. I don't know where they <laughs> Shout out to all cap- Mormon listeners. Yeah. Captured and him. I'm like, that sounds like I'm being a, like, insulting Mormons. And it's not. It's all, it was, and it wasn't meaning to insult TC, but it was saying, if there's an insult to be had here, 
It's on you, not them, because they're going to steamroll you. <laughs> yeah, I mean, to right. your point, that's literally part of what they do. Yeah. Like, they all that's have what to we, do a mission. That's why we tried to tell TC. Yeah. It didn't work, apparently. He went to church with him. He's they been got converted. Him. They got him. <laughs> He's been converted. He goes, I'm not even going to say no, it. No, he was at our church this morning. Yeah. So they must have early church. Maybe. You know, Mormons work like hard. 5 a.m.? Mormons work hard. You know, the thing is... They had to get up early, go to church, and I, then go to work. I feel so sheltered by denominations and stuff because I don't know anything about them. Yeah. Like, I don't know anything about the Catholic Church. I've never been to a Catholic Church. But we should all go to one together. There's, seen, a, there's one that's right down the road from my house. Right. And like, there's been Sundays, like, before church where I'll go out for a run, and, like, everybody's getting to church early. Like, this is early in the morning. I've got enough time to go for a four-mile run, come home, take a shower, eat breakfast, and still make it to our church on time. By the time I come back through, they're gone. It's like, I don't know what they're, like, they're on the ball, man. <laughs> like, early, as soon as the sun comes I know comes they up. get a workout because they up, down, Whatever up, down. they're going to do, it don't take long. Cause what I mean, saying. I kind of respect it, though. Like, efficiency, yeah. I'm in on that. Straight to the point. <laughs> I mean, it's almost, you know, our parents, or I speak for mine, they want to protect you as, you as a kid. They're not taking you to a Catholic church. They're not taking you to... Most Baptist people are not taken to a Pentecostal church. Most Pentecostals are not going, kids, we're taking you to a Methodist church today. We want you to see all this, learn it all. Right. But yeah. I'm not sure that's not a good idea. Yeah, I think it is Listen, a good idea. Listen, I do have a funny story about that. So when I went to college, it was like my first semester of college. I just got there, and like I was far enough away to where like I wasn't going to come home to church or whatever. Well, there was one day on my car a flyer that was like this church. It was First Baptist. I don't know anything about First Baptist, but I was Southern Baptist. But close enough. Close enough. <laughs> they had a flyer put on my windshield. They were going to give like free lunch after church. So now was, we're talking. I'm in. You're in college. <laughs> of course I'm in. Yeah. So I go to this church knowing nothing about it. And I walk in and I'm the only white person in the church. Oh, <laughs> I like how that happened. And it was pretty fun. I'm not going to lie. Like <laughs> it was a completely unique experience. Lil Wayne was there. <laughs> but, but it was like one of those where they, like the music was real like upbeat and going and people were dancing. And then just when you thought it was about to end, bam, here it comes again. And I didn't even stay for lunch because I was tired by the time it was over. <laughs> right. I, really? I That's why time. they feed them lunch so they don't die. <laughs> Come to find out it was Kanye's church. <laughs> All I know, if you're the first Baptist church in Camelsville, I had a great time there. Yeah. And that was like 15 years ago. Yeah. But. That's awesome. There's a church in uh, Milburg County, Ebenezer, and it's a black church. And uh, Marvin Hightower, my, uh, let me say it like not live more. Marvin Hightower. Thank you. Thank yeah. you for that. I'm sorry. Hightower. <laughs> yeah, Hightower. He's a pastor. He's black. Well, we go through, before Jeb was, <laughs> before we found out we was having Jeb, we go through an adoption thing class so we can adopt. And we'll still probably adopt at some point. But we thought, why even have your own kids? Just adopt. That was our genius idea, you know? Then it turns <laughs> out we had two. But he was, him and his wife were going to that class too. They already had kids, retired, or not retired, retired from having kids, <laughs> <laughs> and decided they were going to adopt, I guess. So we're going through this class with them, and he's hilarious. And he, the pastor of this black church. So me and Kate decided we're going to go down there one night. Well, we watch them on Facebook Live, of course, and then we're like, yeah, probably not going to do that, but it looked like a good time, but literally no white people. I'm like, you know, I just don't know that I'm ready for that. <laughs> but I do think that's a good experience, too. Oh, man. I'm sure. To get, a, just like to, to get a new perspective on things. Get a lot of stories. My mom has a lot of stories because they visit a lot of churches. Black churches? Yeah. 
She really? said one time that she went in, like, she had long hair, her own hair, and she said one older black lady came up to her and was like, is this all yours? <laughs> and mama was like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's mine. <laughs> I wish I had that problem. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I've thought about that. I've thought about, like, I think I would kind of like to visit some other churches sometime just to just to see what the experience is like, you know? Yeah. There's a, I know, I remember passing it when we go down to Gulf Shores for vacation, but there is a Greek Orthodox church yeah. there. Yeah. Ah, I man, on that. It would be cool to check that one out. Yeah. Yeah. I'd I love that. So. That I've, one and Catholic, different ones. It's I so would, weird that looking, none of us have an experience with a Catholic church. Yeah. There are. I've been to a Catholic wedding. A couple yeah. of Catholic weddings. Kinda, a, I've heard some people say that it's the same thing. The ceremonies are kind of, like you stand yeah. up, sit down a lot, right? Uh, Still, I guess. yeah, yeah, I think so. But I mean, Talking about weddings or the service, like their church services, both. I think we yeah. did. We did walk inside of a Catholic church, and it was yeah, beautiful. It was beautiful. beautiful. Yeah. yeah, it was really nice. Well, so okay, so my granddad is, you know, he was a Jesus type dude. You know, he's ninety three. He died. Just loved Jesus. He had no idea. I don't think we never talked about it. What he doctrinally yeah. would have been classified as, but the church he started going to and the church he went to was a Presbyterian church, and so that's when I was at his house and we went to church. That's where we went Presbyterian, and I'm like, you know, I'm out on this. Like, you might have everything right, but it's just, you know, I'm a kid. I need more excitement than this, you know. Yeah. Because <laughs> yeah. at my church, at least people kind of bounce around a little bit or something. So, I, but that's the only experience that I can remember. That was not, you know, what we would consider mainline Christianity. Yeah. I do think it's kind of cool how some other traditions, it's almost like it doesn't matter what you believe, like each individually. It's, but this is like our, like I was born Jewish or Catholic, so this is just what I am. And we might all see things differently, but it's, I'm not going to go anywhere else because it's just what I am. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. whereas we're, I feel like we're more like we try to line up with like, groups of people that you sort of line up a little bit closer with right i don't know i was talking to ansley hannah and elijah the other day and i said i feel like our church is like the most accurate non-denominational church that there is within like people kind of you know because we don't all our beliefs don't all line up completely the same but we're all on the one mission that jesus christ is savior and lord and i feel like I don't know. I was just saying, I told him, I was like, I feel like our church is pretty good. And then like, if people come from the Baptist church or from the churches around, we're not like, I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong, but yeah, I feel like our church does a pretty good job with being yeah, a non-denominational yeah. church. I mean, I definitely feel like that because like, I mean, just speaking from experience, like I, I know for sure there are things like that I think or believe or understand that are just different than than other people that I go to church with. But I don't come to church here with them to agree on theology. Like, this is right. my family. This is mm-hmm. my community. That's why I'm here. That's why I've been here. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, we can we can have our Wednesday night Bible study and discuss different ideas on, you know, eschatology or, or the Bible or the theology or eternity or whatever, and we might all come to different conclusions. But at the end of the day, this is my family. Yeah. You know, this is my community. So right. and I, I think that's we, what church is. Yeah. I think we do embrace that pretty well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think so. Because I feel like if you went to a bigger church that was like, or maybe just another church that claims, because really I don't even know if we claim a, which I know, 
It's funny. I feel like non-denominational is still a dom- denomination, yeah, for sure. <laughs> like it for is. other places. But like, I don't even feel like we claim, like, one or the other. I don't know. That is one. That is one of those old brother Hinton things that I still think was pretty accurate, right? Didn't he used to say? Which I know I never got to meet the guy, unfortunately. But didn't he say something it's like, we, "We've got so many different ways that you're bound to like one of them." Yep, that was one of his, <laughs> that was one of his sayings. Perfect. Yeah. But I feel like if you went to a church that are like. They're very vocal about, oh, we're a non-denominational church, and let's say you go in there with a different belief and you voice it. I feel like they'd be like, no, thank you. Yeah. But I could be wrong. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I'm sure that there are other churches that disagree well, but I I think that maybe, I mean, I, I could be wrong, but I think that that probably is not the norm. It's probably the, the exception. Like, the way that our you know, I don't know. I mean, I, the way, in one sense, I think if, if we're doing it, surely other people are doing it too, you know, being able to disagree well. But I don't know if other, other people are, is the Maybe thing. not. I feel I like know. our church is the only church that I've ever heard of that a group, like they, we grow in groups and we can talk about things and disagree with people and people still come back to the same church. <laughs> yeah. It probably is pretty rare, I would say. And I think that's such a almost such a weird thing that it is rare because like the idea yeah because it shouldn't be the, right the idea that like no we have the perfect doctrine we have literally everything figured out as perfect yeah. as it can possibly be and there's no room for growth there's no room yeah. for learning like that's just when you say it out loud like that it sounds ridiculous like of course we don't know everything yeah but like to your point if you're not open to hearing ideas or discussing ideas that are maybe different from what you currently believe then you're that's essentially like saying, no, I've got it all figured out, mm-hmm. <laughs> which is weird. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. See. Bell should die. Gyra. I don't know. enough. Yahweh? You are enough. Forever enough. I don't know any lyrics. Always enough. I'm the worst at this game. <laughs> <laughs> you lose. <laughs> if he tries his Naomi? Where are you? Naomi Ray. Is that you? <laughs> Naomi, is that you? If nope, that's not you. Listen, I'm the worst. I'm the worst with music lyrics, but me and Kelly together as a team. She knows <laughs> she knows the lyrics to every song that's ever been made, mm. and I, there's a pretty good chance that I can tell you who sung it. Like mm. together, there you go. we got it figured nice. out. There you go. My wa- nah, better not. Better not do that. <laughs> John 5? <laughs> nope. She would not like me saying that. She's She knows the lyrics to a lot of songs. Songs that she shouldn't. Let's just stop right there. Oh, okay. She could become Psalms the and next hymns. Eminem. Psalms and hymns? <laughs> yes, yeah, Psalms and hymns. Correct. Thank you. Uh, Candace knows a lot of lyrics to songs that should not be sang either. Oh, you said that out loud. Uh, sure. uh, yeah, I did. Hmm. Are I you see. scared to say that about... Okay, that's fine. But y'all want to, y'all have never, actually, maybe you have, this is a collab, so you can not do anything you don't want to do, but yeah, you want to introduce your wives to the world, or no? <laughs> you don't? I mean, we, we, talk about, like, we talk about, about, about our wives all the time, because we love them. I, I feel like you don't, but okay, it's up to you. I've listened to every episode. We've talked about them. Yeah, I'm not saying you're like, you know, that chick that lives in my house, Kelly. (laughs) (laughs) Well, the funny thing is, okay, so there's this thing with our show where in at least 
72 72 percent of the episodes at least sean cries in yeah Yeah. he does do that (laughs) where it makes me look like a heartless scumbag right because i never cry i don't think i've i've seen you i have seen you tear up one time yeah and that's it it's just not who i am once on a recording and it was because we were talking about my wife I cried. And you trashed it. And it never got released. To the <laughs> this yeah. is why you need a producer who does not let you throw things away. <laughs> or you just post without caring what it sounds like. Yeah, that's what we do. <laughs> no, see, that's the problem with recording them weeks in advance because that it gives you time to think about it and to listen back to it. And like, if you just post it and forget about it, that's one thing. But when you have three weeks to like ponder, should I have said that? Should I not? Like, that's one of the the unique things about doing a podcast that like, I don't think you get until you actually do it. But yeah. like, there's so much, you say so many stupid things that you wish you hadn't have. And you don't say so many things that afterwards you're like, man, I wish I would have said that. <laughs> yeah. And then, but once you've recorded, it's recorded. Yeah. What, what else are you going to do? You know? Yeah. We've re-recorded episodes a lot. Yeah, our Bible episode we recorded three times before we were like, "All right, let's, let's put it out there." I think we re-recorded once. And it was just because that one the that, audio you couldn't hear us talk. It was because they were clipping. And oh, because that, that one intruder came in and <laughs> no, it, no, no, that was God. God did that. <laughs> <laughs> Remember, Holy Spirit, Yahweh, Yahweh did that. One. <laughs> no, the one the microphones were jacked. Yeah, we just actually, y'all started listening to it. I think that yeah. morning when it got posted because you were running. Uh, yeah, actually, listen, you're like, oh, this is terrible. This is the this is how bad this was. All right, so I was running on like a, I don't even remember. It was like a 16 mile run that day or something. Long ways, and I'm like 10 to 12 miles into this thing, and Andrew's like, hey, new episodes posted, and I'm like, finally, something to listen to. And I start listening to it, and then he's like, up, oh, we're gonna pull it. <laughs> And then it was gone off Spotify. I was like, oh, I guess I'm just going to trot along by myself out here. <laughs> it's like, it's a good thing you didn't listen to it. He's like, the internet is such a small place. I can't find anything else to listen to. <laughs> I usually will listen to y'all's as soon as they're posted. Yeah, you're, you're I have so notifications turned on and everything. So as soon as it... What does that look? That's sweet. That's I'm a, just saying. That's a that sweet look. Oh. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, sometimes when I'm when I'm like right now I'm running so many miles, I listen to literally everything that I'm subscribed to to the point to where I just don't I would rather listen to the birds than listen to anything. <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. I kind of get that way because it's all day every day, self-employed. It's just me. I mean, like even if my guy's there, he's got his earbud in, and I got mine in, and it's like you know, some of the stuff I listen to, you're not you're not going to play it over a speaker for whoever might be coming and going to hear, you know, you're not going yeah. nobody wants to come in there and listen to you listening to a podcast. No you one know? wants to hear unless, John MacArthur. Unless it's back in convos <laughs> that you're listening to and then everybody wants yes. to hear it. I mean like <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know what? You're right. I mean, like if you're listening to John MacArthur or you're listening to Joe Rogan or you're listening to Jordan Peterson, somebody's gonna come in there and not appreciate whatever it is. It doesn't matter what it is. You know so I just don't play things over the speaker unless it's just literally just me locked in a building somewhere working. Yeah, the person that I share an office with, I don't know. Like, I don't know how they would appreciate that. Yeah. That's my wife. By yeah. the way. <laughs> That's what I was, I was, I was going to say nothing, but I was like, waiting on somebody to clarify. Your wife? <laughs> your wife is one of the funniest human beings. She's I've hilarious. Ever met. 
And it's so funny. Hannah was, because I don't know, it was like an outreach. We were in the outreach doing something. It's a church, like a gathering or something. And Kelly, she was just on a row, one after another, just making everybody laugh. And Nathan's just sitting over there unfazed. Yeah, and Hannah's like, how does he not <laughs> laugh at her? And I'm like, he lives with her. Yeah. She, he gets this 24-7. <laughs> We've been together for literally more than half of my life. Okay, We got together when I was 15. How old am I now? Like 37? Much more than half of your life. 37? 36? Whatever. It's been 20 plus years. Yeah. Like this, at this point, this is just my life. Like I'm just used to it. Yeah. It's, well, it's hilarious. And he will, she'll, she'll say something funny in Sunday school or whatever. And everybody's laughing. You look at Sal, he's just stone cold again. (laughs) He's sitting there. You're like, yep. He's been through this time or two. But I'm laughing internally. Yeah, I'm sure you are. It's just hilarious. I'm, I'm just, I just don't express emotion a lot, I guess. Yeah. He's, he watches Nacho Libre with a straight face. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which, yeah, I don't see how that happens. And Sal, then, Sal's pretty silly himself, though. Yeah, pretty silly. Too. Or am I? You are. What's wrong with your face? There's a hair in my eyeball and I oh. can't, fi- can't find it only every now and then I catch a glimpse You almost of it. cussed. Yeah, fine. <laughs> I said fine. And <laughs> was that one episode I said chickens <laughs> and cut the word off after the CHI part like two or three episodes ago. And Alicia calls Kate. She's like, <gasps> he said a bad word. <laughs> I'm like, no, he didn't. He just stuttered. <laughs> but it, you're right. It does. Actually, I think Wayne heard it. Told Alicia, Alicia listened to it, calls Kate, and I'm like, you know, you're right. It sounds very, just like I said. <laughs> She's just like, yeah, he did. Yeah. Yeah, I should have just said, yeah, you know what? He's got a filthy, dirty mouth. Jesus would be flipping this table if he was here. This is supposed to be a house of prayer. Yeah, we're in Sir, the church. Make me, make me a house of prayer. <laughs> yeah. And we put that one out today, didn't we? Yeah. I, I like that song. But the one before that, that's my jam. I don't even remember now that um, I can't live without you. Oh. What can I do? Steve yeah, Nail. what can I do? Who's yeah. the guy that sings that? That one gets uh, me every time. I don't know. I, I don't know any, anything he's done except for that one song. I don't know. He's like a famous, uh, I almost did it. But anyway, he's a famous singer with that, like, goes all around the country singing, performing, and Steve murders that song <laughs> compared to him. <laughs> That's hilarious. Yeah, Steve. Now, Steve won't get the lyrics right. No, <laughs> but zero chance. But he's good. I looked at Kate this morning. and I'm like, you know, I love this song. Still don't know the words because we've never gotten it right yet. But isn't that just proof that this, the the words? I mean, I guess maybe the words can help, but it's not. It's not about the words. Like it's about the beat. It's about the beat. <laughs> of course, all about that beat. Sean is the drummer, right? I mean, exactly. I taught him everything he knows. Something like that. And then Sean has a wife. Yeah, true story. Yeah, and I she do. doesn't say much, but she, when she she's does, quiet. we're both pretty it's quiet. It's hilarious. Really. It's funny. Like she cuts on she cuts on me pretty often, and that's <laughs> usually pretty accurate and funny. She's yeah. really good at softball too. Is she? Yes. I had no idea. Sorry. She is. She probably had the best batting average on our team. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Did you play? I did not, but I was there and supported my wife. Wow. That's is she gonna play volleyball this year? Uh, she's talking about it. Sweet. That'd be awesome. Noise. I think she did nice. say that she would. If we needed her. Or if they, you guys. I was going to say, well, who's, who's, the, who's are you playing? Because I'm not playing. <laughs> who's this we you speak of? You guys. Are you playing, Sal? Yeah, of yeah, course. We. 
That's so much fun. Are you playing? Yeah. It was surprisingly fun, to be honest. I signed up just because I was like, it's something active to do. Like, sure. But I actually had so much fun. Way It's way harder than you think. Yep. Yeah, it kind of is. You know, I don't want to bring it up. But. But you're going to? My team went undefeated. Yeah, sorry that somebody stacked y'all's team. I shouldn't have brought it up. (laughs) And won the tournament. Yeah. We put up a good effort. We did. Even though we were the B team for Bethel. We almost, yeah. we almost you know did what, You want to know the fact about it? Is when I saw the team list, I flipped out that y'all had the way better team. Like, how? Was, was mad for like three hours. How? My va- my max vertical jump is two inches. All right. <laughs> beef. Now, now me and Andrew have beef. No, I mean, I was wrong. I was, apparently, I was wrong. Super wrong. Because y'all were the only undefeated team in the league. Clearly. And you won the championship. Well, there can only be one undefeated team. Exactly. You made it sound like all the rest of them could have been undefeated, but, could they have been. Were, Maybe. but they suck. But no, there can only be one. <laughs> Maybe there can be multiple. <laughs> In an alternate universe. Exactly. When all the teams don't play each other. All right. The world don't care about volleyball. No, or nope, volleyball. they sure don't. But Actually, there are people out there that do care about volleyball. Well, for you people, I had little to do with contributing to that <laughs> all-winning team. I mean, I had a little to do with it, but not a lot. I don't even know what to do with myself. I'm not used to all this chit chat. <laughs> well, you we're know just what? talking, huh? Do you want to go to John? We can read John. Let's five. go to John. Let's hey, do we it. don't have do to. It. No, you're the boss. Listen, am I? I feel like you want to be. <laughs> Sean's not, Sean's not even the boss of his own podcast. All right, I'm the boss. Wow. Everybody knows that. Dang. Well. well. <laughs> Now there's beef between the back pew guys. You bet your bippy. Somebody walked into the back pew and dumped a bucket of beef right between these guys. I'm just. Do you even own a Bible, Sean? You nope. came in here. Nope, not a with single free one. Free hands. Never heard of it. A what? The B I B L E. Remember y'all sung a song about it? No. Oh. Look at. <laughs> Look at us heretics. We came in here without paper Bibles. We've got our electronic. Bibles. I know. Oh, no. Can't even believe y'all would. The thing Do is, thing. I wanted to read mine out of the NASB, and the only NASB Bible that I have is a tiny Bible that I thought was a full-size Bible when I ordered it. Yeah, okay. So, I didn't bring it in. I'm just going to use my thumb. I, I actually love this one because, number one, there's no flipping to find something. It's like, boom, push a button, I'm in wherever I need to be. So, it's like literally seconds to go. So, it's ideal to use in a Bible study or right. sermon situation. Yeah. And also, I love that I can just like highlight something and then type out a note, and it's just there. And I'm not like filling up the margins of my pages or whatever. Right. Like I can keep as many notes as I want to. Right. So is that a Kindle? Yes. Yeah, I'm. Uh, so I we went to the vineyard last night for me to get my Christmas present from Caitlin because they didn't have it last time we went, and they don't even make the Bible that I went to buy <laughs> and waited on them to get. I don't even, it's not even an option. So the closest thing they had to what I wanted was an NASB 95, which mm-hmm. is good because the yeah. 20 I don't like, but the 95 I do. And they had exactly one was like $106. And I was like, you know what? If I'm going to spend $106, I'm going to get the Bible I want that I came here for. And Odie's like, yeah, but they don't make it. <laughs> and Alicia's like, yeah, but that guy said they're it's coming out in May. They're putting it out in May. So I was like, all right, I'm just going to read this dusty old CSB <laughs> until May. <laughs> so 
I like the 95 version. That's how that works. Me too. Myself. What do you got there? It's CSP. I've been doing. I've been studying out of my Dake, but um, what? which is KJV. Out of your what? My Dake. What is that? It's a problem. <laughs> <laughs> what? Ra- what I, actually, are, I really don't know what that I is. Don't what Ray yeah, It's just the. It's Dake, like, like Thomas Nelson or whatever. It's commentary. Commentary. It's like a MacArthur study Bible or. So Dake's the name of the fellow that wrote yeah. the commentary. Yeah. Yes. Right on. A lot like Schofield. Okay. You know what a Schofield is? Yeah. Yeah. The guy who introduced eschatology to the church. Mm. <laughs> he he did something. This one on uh, my this one on my Kindle here is an NRSV. It's called the Green Bible. That's I, nice. I like the NRSV. I almost got one last night actually. Just because I was trying to leave there with something, like a fifteen <laughs> or twenty dollar Bible. I didn't want to leave empty handed. Like, I don't have an NRSV, let's do that. And I, they have a terrible selection, so I left empty handed. I I really like the NRSV that I have. It's a cultural background study Bible. So like it's got, you know, like a guy that's like a historian that knows the culture, like the cultural background of the Old Testament that writes all the commentary for the Old Testament. And then there's a guy with the same sort of like background, but for the New Testament that knows more about that culture, the first century, you know, time period. So that reading that stuff is pretty interesting. That is cool. And you have one. What's the one you have that only, I think it's you, that only gives. Well, did you get a new Bible? Somebody got a new Bible. It's. I think it's him and Bobby. Y'all have the, y'all have, y'all have a Bible that's the same? Uh, I don't think so. He has one that's something like a, that has some sort of, it's, I think it's an ESV, but I think his is something like that too, like a sort of cultural backgrounds. Like it's just history. Yeah, the theology, the, the, I'm, the commentary is only historical, like it's like not provable what, information, right? Uh, as best you can prove, yeah, things from that time period. Yeah, you know? it's not like giving you, it's not trying to tell you how to believe about what Jesus said. No, it, it but it, that makes it really interesting because you can, like, there's certain things, like for instance, in the New Testament, there's certain things that, like, in the in Luke 15, the prodigal son. Like, there are certain things that he points out about that time frame, that time period, that add more significance to the story, you know? Like, uh, yeah. I don't know. There's just different I, things like that. The more I read and study the Bible, I feel like there's more of that that we miss out on than we really think. Like, with the cultural context of it, yep. that we just, like, there's something that's really good there that we're just, like, this close to grasping, but because we don't really understand the, the culture. Or, I mean, I heard somebody else say it like this. 2,000 years from now, they're going to be really struggling to understand the difference between a butt dial and a booty call. And, like, <laughs> I wonder how much of that we struggle with in yeah. reading the Bible, right? Because yeah. these are texts are thousands of years old, and it's easy to see how we could just not catch those things, you know? That's such a good yeah. analogy. For sure. <laughs> I wish I could take credit for making that one up. But I do, too. I heard it from somebody else. <laughs> I don't remember who or where. But. I would feel even stronger about how much I like you if you had originated that. <laughs> Well, who wants to? Well, it can't be Sean. <laughs> it can be. Okay. What am, what am I doing? We're just going to read? Uh, that's up We're to you read it? That's what we kind of like read it, and then if you have something on that verse, wherever we hit, we stop, talk about it. I've got, what about, if I have something like immediately? Immediately? Then talk about Let's it. Let's do it. Yeah. 
Give a little context. So just start reading and stop when I have something to say. That's that's up to you. Or I will stop you when I have something to say. Okay. I have one at five. So, or just got, kind of like a little side that. note. All, All right. right. All right. Um, so again, I'm reading out of the NASB, the 1995 version specifically. Um, after these things, there was a feast of the Jews, and Jesus went up to Jerusalem. Uh, now there is in Jerusalem by the sheep gate a pool, uh, which is called in Hebrew Bethesda. Um, and right there, I'm going to stop because um, in Hebrew, that word Bethesda, it means um, a house of mercy or a house of grace. But in Aramaic, that word Bethesda means shame and disgrace. So as we keep reading here, that's going to, I think, have some significance. Uh, <clears throat> so this pool is called Bethesda. Um, in these days, uh, in oh, sorry, in these lay a multitude of those who were sick, blind, lame, and withered, uh, waiting for the moving of the waters. For an angel of the Lord went down at certain seasons into the pool and stirred up the water. Whoever then first, after stirring up the water, stepped in, was made well from whatever disease with which he was afflicted. Uh, a man was there who had been ill for 38 years. When Jesus saw him laying there and knew that he had already been a long time in that condition, he said to him, Do you wish to get well? The sick man answered, Sir, I have no man to put me into the pool when the water is stirred up. But while I am coming, another steps down before me. Jesus said to him, Get up, pick up your pallet, and walk. Immediately the man became well, picked up his pallet, and began to walk. Now it was the Sabbath on This that is where day. I got something. I'm going to okay. stop you right there. Go for it. Let me stop you right there. Didn't you say you were I had five. I was just going to oh, see okay. how long he was going to read. No, I'm going to stop. Oh, I, mean, I can read no, the whole thing. But, uh, for me, at least, when I read this, I remember reading this when I was younger and thinking, like, the whole setup of this thing is really weird, right? Like, there's this pool, and an angel comes down, and I, I think about it like a bird in a bird bath, just like, <laughs> where's the, the bird? <laughs> where's the bird? <laughs> And then, and then this guy's made well, but like when I read it this time, and I don't know if I've I seen it through like just my different mind space that I was in, but what this made me think of was that song that we sing here at church. Um, and I'm going to get the words messed up because I've already told you guys I'm terrible <laughs> at the lyrics, but it's the one it's, I will make room, right? Tear down the walls of, how's it go? All my shake up all, shake up the ground of all my tradition. Break down the walls of all my religion. Yeah. Right. So that's what I think about when I read this, right? Cause I'm thinking about like, there's this this guy, he's got this affliction, and his the tradition is, well, I need to get in this water. I can't be healed unless I get in this water. Something has to happen. You know, I need somebody to carry me. And Jesus walks up, and it's like, no, this is in you already. Like, you've noticed, there's other times that Jesus, like, spit in the, in the mud and rubbed it on people's eyes or laid hands on people. He didn't even do that to this guy. He just literally said, stand up and walk. It's like, you're not, there's no need for all of this extra stuff. It's already within you. Right, the kingdom of God is at hand. It is here for your grasp. Mm -hmm. All you gotta do is just stand up and walk. Right. <laughs> so I don't know. That's at least that's the kind of the mind frame I, I was looking at this from was that you know like all, we've got all these rules and religion that we're trying to fit into and these 
this traditions of like, I don't know why this works because it's just the way we've always done things. Yeah. But like, that power is in you, man. Mm-hmm. So just seize it. Just get up and walk. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, I think that that's been a theme. I mean, I think that's a theme running through John. A lot of like the previous chapters too is like Jesus is stirring things up, stirring up the traditions, you know. And like three, Nicodemus is coming to him at night because me and Andrew talk. He don't want the Pharisees to know that he's going to see the man named Jesus. Yeah. So he's like, Nicodemus is already like, dude, your things are happening. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, and in, in John four, isn't that where he speaks to the woman at the well? Yeah. And you know they have there's all these traditions that that they're talking about there and. He says, like, there's a day coming and now is when uh, we won't worship here or there that you're, uh, I can't remember exactly what it says, but, like, basically she is talking about how things are, and he's saying this is how it's going to be. Mm-hmm. Like, he's coming in and stirring up those traditions. Yeah. And I didn't say that to, like, I'm not trying to, like, poo-poo on traditions or whatever. I think traditions are cool. It's just that, like, if you're, you could be missing out on something because you're waiting for the right situation that lines right. up with your tradition that you're waiting. This is just the way we've always done things, and I can't do it any other way. And you could be missing out on like whatever it is that you need because you're yeah. not. It's you already have that power. We're looking at tradition rather than looking at Jesus. Yes. Some traditions are worth holding on to. Yeah. But some aren't. Yeah. <laughs> you right. know? So. Yeah. And uh, good luck deciding. Which ones are which in my yeah. experience? Yeah. I feel like <clears throat> the first thing that came up to my mind when he said that was communion. Like that's kind of like a traditional thing that Jesus passed mm-hmm. down. Yeah. Like I would say that's one that it should be carried on, you know, to break bread and drink the wine or whatever. But I don't know. Probably going to do that tonight. I, I think it. so. Yeah. I love communion. And like the foot washing. We're doing foot right. washing tonight. Some, Andrew. Some people. <laughs> some people are. You're not going to do it? I'm, I'm training for a 50K. My feet are pretty gross. <laughs> I, de- I deodorized my feet this morning. To make sure they That's hilarious. Stay. And I'm pretty sure this is one of the traditions that I'm going to let go. <laughs> what was it that Jesus said? Because Peter said, I'm not doing that. Yeah. And Jesus said, uh, you got no part in me. Yeah. You don't let me wash well, your feet. Well, I'm Peter tonight. It all worked out with him. <laughs> Whatever. He did get crucified upside down. Yeah, he yeah. did. But... uh. <laughs> I think it's funny in Yikes. verse 5, or maybe it's actually verse 6, when it says, when Jesus saw him lying there and realized he had already been there a long time, he said to them, do you want to get well? Yeah. He's looking at a parallel, paralyzed guy. He's like, do you want to get well? And I think that's kind uh, of like, he kind of like does that to people, right? Like when he heals them, he may, like, he'll ask them the question, well, do you want to be healed? And I like, I think it's this thing that you're saying, it's inside of us and like, He's wanting him to realize, like, say it within himself kind of type deal. Like, when the lady with the blood issue, she said within herself before she got to Jesus, if I could touch the hem of his his garment. So I think it's something inside. He wants us to realize that it's something inside of us that he's placed there that if we can. It's good. Yeah, I mean, you have to think, if you've been laying there for 38 years, you got to ask yourself, like, do you really want to be healed? Like, (laughs) why? Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. No, it, that is good. <laughs> yeah, that is good. I mean, that's good. 
Because if I was sitting there laying down, I'd probably look at him and be like, bro, look at my legs. <laughs> I want to be. You know what I would thought every you time? You ain't got no legs, Lieutenant Dan. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Exactly. One thing I've thought, and even, and even watching the episode of The Chosen on that, is like, why didn't he just stay closer to the pool? <laughs> and then he's like, oh, I'm going to get the spot in the back. <laughs> yeah. He, let me get that cuffy spot as far away as I can. Would it, would it still work if you just stayed in the water? I don't know, but I'd have found out. That's for sure. Yeah. Or I would have been on the edge, and as soon, I'd have dropped off in there like a little frog. I just rolled off into yeah, it. Yeah, I mean, tried a few times. 38 years. I always wondered if there was like, and I never wondered enough to actually take the time to look it up, but I wondered, like, is there any other record of this ever? Like, it seems like such a weird thing. There's literally this pool of water. Are you okay? I'm good. <laughs> There's literally this pool of water that all all you have to do is, if you get in the water at the right time, you're healed. It's like, it seems like that's a big deal. It seems like, <laughs> yeah, it's probably undersold in this story. Yeah. It's there was probably a crap ton of people there, yeah. and they were all over that pool. And sure enough, they were dropping in yeah. there like frogs. But yeah. you know, it's the imagination. Gotta have a little of that. Yeah, you gotta kind of fill in the details, I guess, for yourself. <clears throat> it doesn't tell. Sounds Text like a, doesn't tell us. Sounds like a heresy. <clears throat> kind of does. But you know what's cool also in what we just read is that the dude laid there for 38 years. And then Jesus comes in and says, well, if you want to get up, just get up and take your mat. And the dude didn't even argue with him. He's like, oh, okay. <laughs> he just stands up and takes his yeah, mat. I'll try it. <laughs> <laughs> we'll give her a go. There was no doubt. There was no questions about it. It's just like, oh, okay. Let's go. It's a pretty crazy story. I mean, 38 years. If you think about how long 38 years. Yeah, I haven't even been alive that long. No, none I of us have. I have. I think I'm 37. Sal has no <laughs> idea how old he is. I was born in <laughs> December of 1986. How old that makes like he, So you're two years older than me. I'm 35. You're 37. I know, a, he, I know a guy, and, he's, and he was telling me about, like, he, he had to go to jail for a little bit, and like for a year. And he said the first day he got in his cell, he was like, I'm going to be here for a year, and this is just day one. And, like, that guy was there for 38 years, and it's just nuts to think he laid there for that long. I bet he rode like the wind bullseye <laughs> for the next however many years he lived. I bet he was He became running. Forrest Gump. He yeah. just kept on running. <laughs> yeah. From that time on, anywhere I went, I was running. Yeah. <laughs> he went from Lieutenant Dan to Forrest Gump. Yeah. Uh, one thing I think is cool here is that it specifically says that he healed him on the Sabbath. Can't do Shabbat. That. Yep. Shabbat. Shalom Shabbat. <clears throat> no rolling on Shabbat. Nope. Can't do it. Where's that from, Andrew? Your favorite movie. That's your No, it's my favorite movie. The one that you don't like. Uh, I don't know. The Bing Lebowski. Oh yeah, not a fan. <laughs> Come on. Not that funny. It's the best. It's the best. No, the replacements with Keanu Reeves. Oh, that one is really good too. Classic. Uh, but in verse ten it says, "So the Jews were saying to the man who was cured, it is the Sabbath, and it is not permissible for you to carry your pallet." Um, but he answered them, "He who made me well was the one who said to me, pick up your pallet and walk.'" They asked him, "Who is the man who said?" who said to you, pick up your pallet and walk. But the man who was healed did not know who it was. 
for Jesus had slipped away while there was a crowd in that place. Afterward, Jesus found him in the temple and said to him, Behold, you have come well. Do not sin any more, so that nothing worse happens to you. The man went away and told the Jews that it was Jesus who had made him well. For this reason, the Jews were persecuting Jesus because he was doing things on the Sabbath. But he answered them, My father is working until now, and I myself am working. Anyone got anything on that? Uh, <clears throat> just the way that the Jews and I'm assuming, do you think it was the Pharisees too? That's what I would assume when it says Jews. I, I would assume it's the Pharisees specifically. Okay. Well, just that, how they're, you know, they're complaining about somebody that's been laying there for 38 years and he's able to get up and walk. They want to complain about it. It just makes me think of like how some people don't like the fact that we do the baptisms yep. and there's these healings happening and people don't like it. And it's just, that reminds me of, yeah. I'm not saying there's a whole bunch of Pharisees, but I'm also saying there's a whole bunch of Pharisees. Oh, <laughs> no, they, we, we are all Pharisees. They most certainly are Pharisees. And we were just talking about this an hour ago. We're all Pharisees. Yeah. So, yes. There are more Pharisees than that. <laughs> <laughs> now you sound like a Pharisee. <laughs> uh, but that, like I said at the beginning when we started this, I knew like it was going to come up again. Like that whole, that whole idea about it depends on your lens. It depends on your the language you're speaking, right? Because in Hebrew, the where the word Bethesda is house of mercy and house of grace. But in Aramaic, it's shame and disgrace. Whenever Jesus comes and stirs things up, some people are gonna see it as shame and disgrace. Mm-hmm. But when it's when it's you, when it's like Gus, for example. Gut, what Gus experienced was mercy and grace. Yeah. No matter who may have seen it as shameful and disgraceful. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. 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 I just think it's because my first reaction when I listen to it is how it seems almost weird that you would be like this, like kind of like you said, this dude has been laying here for 38 years and he's been healed. How is there any other reaction other than joy? Right. <laughs> yeah. But like, I don't know, man. Like, if you I don't feel, love your brother. Yeah, I mean, it, to me, it's it's a reminder of how legalism can seep into things. Yeah. And I mean, I know that we know their story with, you know, with like with the Torah and all that, how, how they're, but there's legalism in our stuff too. And even when we don't recognize there's legalism, right? Yeah. I mean, I know just for me, like for me personally, we talked about this a little bit before we started recording too, but like there's, I mean, if you've listened to any of our podcasts, you know, like some of the views that I hold on certain things, you know, like maybe about hell or the Bible and, and think those are some of the episodes that we've released now. And some people might not like those views, right? They might not like the, the idea of me presenting ideas to, you know, public speaking at church, teaching Sunday school or preaching or whatever. But like the fact that I, I'm going to be spending New Year's Eve here mm-hmm. at church three years ago, I would have laughed in your face. <laughs> yeah. Like, that healing, it might yeah. not be the way that you want it to be have been happened, but the me that was here three years ago would never have been spending my I would have been partying it up yeah. on my New Year's Eve. You know what I'm saying? Like so I can resonate with that in a way. Yeah. Yep. Your experience is mercy and grace, even if someone else may see it as shame and disgrace. Yeah. Right. And who cares what the, how they see it? Right. I'll take the mercy and grace. <laughs> yeah. Speaking, you know what I mean? Speaking of that whole legalism thing. One thing that I think is interesting here is that Jesus specifically does this on the Sabbath. Like, he could have done it. He could have waited a day, right? 
Actually, that's what they say in that Chosen episode. Like, as they're leaving, Matthew's like, Rabbi, why did you do that today on the Sabbath? Like, you could have waited. Yeah. And Je- that's when Jesus says the, the, his little one-liner. He yeah. Says, uh, he says, uh, sometimes you got to stir up the waters. Yeah, which means fixing to jack some stuff up. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I heard this uh, pretty cool theory, and it was on a podcast. I don't remember. I'm pretty sure it was a Jewish rabbi that was like the guest on the podcast. Mm-hmm. But the they had said that there's this thought within certain strands of Judaism that Jesus was potentially was a Pharisee. And that it because that's who he kind of, I don't want to say attacked, but that's who he criticized so much. Because in their culture, that's like it's like you want to build up or, you know, help the ones that you love, the ones that you're closest with, those are the ones that you have those disagreements with. Yeah. So, like, the theory is that Jesus himself was a Pharisee trying to help his fellow Pharisees. Right. You know, because Pharisee, just so you don't know, Pharisee's not a cuss word. Yes. It's literally just, like, <laughs> it's like a denomination, I guess is the, like, the dumbed-down way to say it. That's my yeah. conception of it, my uneducated conception. It's not a cuss word. It's just, like, a denomination of Judaism. We throw it around a lot of days as a sort of... Uh, Derogatory? Yeah. Sort of. Yeah. In right. itself was not, being a Pharisee was not derogatory, but what how they acted toward Jesus. Now, the Sadducees, I think that was kind of more, I'm pretty sure like the Sadducees didn't believe in life after death. The only thing that I know for sure the Sadducees was that they did not believe in a physical bodily resurrection. Yeah. And that made them sad, you see. Yes, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> and the Pharisees... We're not fair, you see. <laughs> yes, yeah. uh, Brother Hinton used to have a joke about that. He would say the Pharisees. He would say, "Fair, I see." Like looking in the mirror, like thinking that they're better than everybody else. Fair, mm. I see. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> but, uh, but the whole legalism thing, like him healing on the Sabbath. I mean, because I've heard some people say that this was not part of the law. That this was. That he wasn't actually breaking the law, that he was, this was a tradition that was added in. Right. But, do you guys remember, uh, I don't have the scripture reference, but I know that like, it's sometime after Moses is given the law, a guy is found picking up sticks on the Sabbath. Yes. You remember that? And it was like, it was like the first time this had happened since the law, right? Yeah. So like. So, so the, the, the people see him, right? Some people see him and they rat him out to Moses, right? They're like, they're like, uh, he's picking up sticks. Is, is that, is that breaking the law? It's like, they didn't know. You know, they weren't sure what to do yet with Uh this law. And, uh, like, is that work? Is that considered work? And so Moses goes and prays about it and they end up killing the guy. So like, if that guy can't pick up (laughs) sticks, You know what I mean? Like, if this guy can't go and pick up sticks, then maybe this guy is actually breaking the law by picking up his mat and walking. Yeah. Well, you know, know, you know what I think is, uh, I just had this thought when you were talking about that was sometimes not doing something is like less restful than actually doing it. Like, I imagine this dude laying in pain for 38 years, wanting to be healed, seemed like harder work than picking up his mat and walking away. You know what I mean? Like sometimes yeah. it's the not doing something. Like the whole purpose of the Sabbath is supposed to be rest. Yeah. What if the angel came and stirred the waters on the Sabbath? Angels are exempt from the law. 
I mean, are we allowed to work towards the pool? Like, nope. I don't know. Just stare at it. It was definitely a Tuesday. <laughs> but there was something about the way that was worded that I thought was like was pretty cool. Um, I'll see if I can find it again. It's whenever they're questioning the guy about who who did it. But, uh, but he answered them, he who made me well was the one who said to me, pick up your power to walk. Because they were saying it's not lawful for you to do this. It's not permissible for you to carry your pallet on the Sabbath. And then he said, but the one who made me well was the one who told me to do it. So do we listen to the traditions and the laws or do we listen to Jesus when he tells us? Do we listen to this guy <laughs> who can make me be able to walk after 38 years? Exactly. I'll take that guy. Yeah. Jesus knew exactly what he was doing. Yeah. He was stirring things up. Correct. Yep, 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 yep. You know what? This whole uh, this whole chapter is good. Well, the whole all of John is good. The whole Bible. Well, it is. It really is. <laughs> it, it, and I used to wouldn't have been able to, to say that honestly, but I can say that honestly now that I really do think that the entirety of Scripture is beautiful. It just depends on the lens you're reading yep. through. That's a fact. Do you think it's um, one thing that stood out to me here? Do you think it, it's worth noting, or I don't know if any, you guys have any thoughts on it, but when the man that was healed was asked who healed him, his response was, I don't know who it was. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's pretty interesting to me because we think, like, in order to receive that blessing or whatever, like, I've got to be right, I've got to be close. I've got to do, like, I've got to do something, but, like, this guy didn't even know who Jesus was. Yeah. So, it's yeah. kind of like Dylan's story this morning in Sunday school. He forgot the guy's name that gave him the $50. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, yeah, I don't even know his name. <laughs> it was funny. They was going to spend it, and then they lost it. Yeah. They're like, yeah. <laughs> maybe we shouldn't spend it. <laughs> yeah, they're like, maybe we shouldn't spend it. Like, yeah, Jesus hid that $50. He didn't spend it. He gives the mail. That's funny. Yeah, because uh, he, he comes back later. Jesus comes back to him later, right? But he didn't make sure that he knew him before he healed him. Yeah. Yeah. And what's so up? I think that that detail is intentional. Yeah. In the text, he didn't walk up and say, "I need you to confess that this is who I am and truly believe it in your heart, yeah. or I do this for you." I don't yeah. think he had any pride issues. Right. Right. <laughs> like I never understood why every time Jesus would do something and he would go, "Don't tell anybody," but they would always go tell somebody anyway. <laughs> Wink, wink. We won't tell a soul. Wink, wink. <laughs> yeah, but then, yeah, and then the first thing they did was go tell everybody. Yeah. Well, I think he did that on purpose, too. Knowing that they was going to go. I mean, they would have. But they would have. I actually think he didn't want them to go to tell anybody yeah. who it was. In some instances, yeah. I yeah, and so. so this one, he was, I think he was like, that's why he didn't tell him who he was. He wasn't worried about him knowing who it was. Right. That's if just. You, uh, if you think that he, like, there was, you know, I guess that kind of depends on whether, you, how you can conceptualize the whole idea of, like, the timing of him being crucified and whatnot. But, I mean, uh, it is possible that he didn't. Because I think, actually, I'm pretty sure, I don't remember which gospel it's in, but he does say at some point, like, uh, like I don't think he wanted to, he didn't want pe the word getting out because there was, like, yeah. It wasn't time yet. Yep. But in like he needed, there were certain things he needed to get done That's before. Right. In yeah. the beginning of John, when his uh, the story of turning water into wine at the wedding, 
you know, when his mom asked him to do that, yeah, yeah he told, you know, he told Mary, it's, it's not yet my time. Woman. I think that's what he's talking about is like, <laughs> he knows yeah. that the, what the end is. And w- yeah. once we set these things in motion, it's yeah. a limited time. It, yeah. You're going to fast forward this too quickly. If uh, we don't do things the correct <laughs> yeah. way, right. uh, instead of three and a half years, we're going to get three and a half days. Right. Yeah. I think that's exactly what is happening. But I'm, I don't know. Yeah, that's what I think, but I'm an idiot. So, <laughs> Yeah, like Sal, I forgot to mention, when he says that on back pew, that's me on this one. I'm the, <laughs> I'm the idiot. Man, I love that story, though. Him turning the water into wine. Like, I, I love that, like... Because to me, I think that that's a good example of, like, knowing. Knowing Jesus. Because Mary knew him well enough to know that like because he said it's not my time yet and then what does she say the next thing she says is she tells the servants yeah. to do what he said do yeah. he says do, do. Do, she's like do whatever he says to do it's like i know what you said but i also know what you're gonna do here yeah mama's boy yeah <laughs> <laughs> yep and then he says woman <laughs> yeah by the way i don't think any of us would talk to our mothers that way no, but probably not. I actually don't think, like, Peyton made the comment that he was being a smart, you know, he's like kind of a little lippy with his mom or whatever. But I've, I don't know. I read a lot of stuff about it. I think yeah. that was just what he, how they referred to him. That's probably just yeah. one of those cultural things yeah, that we don't right. Yeah, but it, it is funny because he might have been, but I don't know that. I mean, you are the Lamb of God <laughs> who came to take away the sin of the world. You can say whatever you <laughs> want to say. Re- I don't know what he meant in context, but reading it from our context, it's kind of funny. Yeah. Yes, it <laughs> is very funny. Yeah. I tell you what, here's what I'm not going to do, mm-hmm. Savior of the world. I'm not going to tell you how to talk to me. I'm not going to say, hey, don't call me woman. <laughs> I'm just going to you know, submit to whatever you say. Yeah, I just want to be able to hear it. Yes. That's the, yes. <laughs> that's the Give me ears to hear <laughs> Uh, one of these lines, I talked to, to Sal about it a little bit at the restaurant earlier. Um, but in verse 17, when he says, but he answered them, my father is working until now, and I myself am working. Do you guys see any significance in that? Is there anything that my, you guys think is interesting about that? Mine says my father is still working, and I'm working also. Yeah. Is that what you mean? Yeah. I, I thought you meant until now. Isn't that what you said? Father's working until now. Yeah, that's what this translation says. My father's working until now. But in yours says what? Still working. Still working. Yeah, that's what this still one says. Working. My father is still working, and I also am working. Hmm. Interesting. That that ruins your whole thing. I well, think that's what I, I was. Know, that's what I was trying to say. What do you mean? in until now, like he's like the father's stopping like and I'm starting. Uh, maybe. I, don't know, I, I feel don't like know. it's still saying, like, he's still working. Like he's working until now like he's still doing yeah and then um that's why I, I just took it I in the same context my even until now yeah yeah that, that whole the whole father-son situation in the book of john is by far the hardest one because he, so many times he also says i and my father are one and whatever you've seen the father do you've seen me do and then like my father's still working and i'm working it's just that happens all the time in the book of john it's pretty yeah. pretty wild I wonder why it's not in your guys' translation because I just went to like the I went to the interlinear, and it does have uh, Greek words there for until. 
Well, it was a, until uh, now. a scribal decision that we didn't have any say in. That's right. NASB SP. probably got it right, and CSB got it wrong, and NRSV maybe got it wrong. Who knows? Hmm. Anyway. If, if you want to argue your point, we could pretend like ours says until now. <laughs> no, I don't really, I don't guess I really have a point there. I just thought, I just think the interest, it's interesting the wording of it. Because if, uh, because I guess what I was thinking is like, in the beginning, the seven days of creation, like, when on the sixth day, NKJV says until now. Oh, okay. Oh, there you go. Now it's got to be right. Exactly. Um, if you, like, if we're talking about, like, the sixth day and, and God creating man in his image, because uh, there's, I've heard theories before that the seventh day has not happened yet, that we're still being made in his image. And the seventh day, when God rests, is a future thing. So, if that were the case, when Jesus says, my father is working until now, and I myself am working. Then this is the seventh day? Maybe. I mean, it probably depends or on... Or it's coming. You know, maybe by, by Jesus coming and taking on, by God becoming human, taking on humanity... Like he is completing that process in himself of making us into his image. Maybe. I don't know. Just a thought. Just throwing it out there. I've never considered it. Yeah. <laughs> I hate to pontificate for the first time on national radio. <laughs> Actually, <laughs> well, world, worldwide radio. But I will because I'm an idiot. <laughs> well, we can move on. That's fine. Well, we can park right there. What's uh? Guys used to say, uh, park right there and, uh, park right there and preach on it, preach for a while, something like that. <laughs> that's the one of the, 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 the creation, the seven days of creation, the creation story. That's one where I've read, I would say everybody probably has, right? Because it's in the first of the Bible. You open it up and read it. Every time you're like, I'm going to read the Bible, you start there. Yep. So I've read that more than any other thing. And every time I re- read it, I feel like I know less and less about what's going on. Yep. So. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I just thought that reading through that was interesting, especially, if you, like I said, if you go back. and Because on the seventh day, he rested. What, but Jesus said he's been working. Past tense. He's been working until now. So if he's been working this whole time, well then when did he rest? Shabbat. Well, I was you know just I mean? gonna say that know. if we're gonna if we want to talk about it, that it would probably depends on how you view the Trinity. Yeah. Because if you think the Father quits working and the Son can start working, you probably have. Yeah, there is a a separation there that I'm not comfortable with. Yeah, me too. Just a thought. It's an interesting thought. Because then it's fixing to say, I do nothing the Father. I haven't seen the Father do. Yeah. But that doesn't mean that I that possibly Jesus saw the Father do it, so then Father quit doing it, and so then he started doing it. Right. But I do think that all of their actions are in unity. Yeah, I do too. I'm just saying yeah. from the uncomfortable position of putting too much separation there, you could say that. Well, all things were created through Christ. Right. And by him. And by him. So it's not even like, I don't even know that there is a separation there. You know what I mean? It's not like the father is like is the one that created on the first six days. and No, and, the son did. 
Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? I love the Trinity. And <laughs> <laughs> it, it's confusion. All it the confusion get, I have It does get trippy. Right, here's what I know for sure. That the Father was in the Son reconciling the world to himself on the cr- while he was on the cross. Not counting our sins against Not us. Not counting. Sins. And that oh, is. Say that part again. Not counting our sins against And that is the gospel, and that is the good news, and that is what I was tore up about on our last podcast about we can't seem to get it right. Ain't got nothing to do with about 95% of the other stuff we talk about as the church in America. Yeah. Sick of it. (laughs) Hashtag. I feel like it's headed that way, though, because more and more places that you go, you hear people like, that's the, the first time I heard someone say, like, we they did an altar call at the refuge, like the second time I went there, and the guy that started North Georgia Revival, or was the beginning of it, he was there and he was preaching and he gave an altar call, and that was the first time someone gave an altar call saying, "I'm not giving an altar call to get out of hell." He said, "I'm giving an altar call to follow Jesus and love Jesus," and that was the first time I've ever heard it that way, and I heard it like that, and I was like, and that's what I tried to replicate it. At that, at the youth rally, because I wanted to make them know, like, we're following, the, like, you're accepting Jesus because you want to be in relationship with Him and follow Him and get more people to love Jesus. Like, that's why we're doing it. We're not doing it for any other reason than that. Yeah. <clears throat> and like, I feel like it's, I feel like that, like, it's almost like it's growing, and I've been hearing it more places like that rather than. <clears throat> yeah, you're right. I think it the is scare tactic type deal. Yeah, growing and up, and that's why I has have a positive view of the end, is because I believe that message is going to get. Uh, here's here's, I'll step out and fortify my faith a little bit here. Do it. I I think that it all gets, you know, maybe not from the perspective of the news or whatever, but I think that the gospel becomes the message that we begin to share as the church increasingly of the world begins to realize what the gospel really is, that that it impacts the world and the world changes for the positive mm-hmm. because for the last, you know, I don't really know. When it when it started going bad, but apparently about two thousand years ago, because it didn't take it didn't take them long to to for, to my opinion to forget what the real gospel is. But I guess what I'm trying to say is instead of stumbling over my words for another five minutes, is we're we're learning what the gospel is. We're gonna get it right. We're gonna increasingly cover this country with people who have tasted that, and that's gonna increasingly change the world. Right. So it's almost like the gospel actually has power. It's, it's <laughs> actually like uh, Jesus wins. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I, it makes me think of this story. Again, I'm always still in other people's things because I'm not smart enough to make up my own. But <laughs> I heard on, um, it was on the Rethinking God with Tacos podcast. And yeah. one of the guys always tells a story about he had this lady and she was telling him about how she didn't think that she believed in God anymore. And she yeah. was just going off saying all these things about God and the reason why she doesn't believe him. And she finally got to the end and he's like, yeah, I don't believe in that God either. Yeah, because it's not like, that. that's not the real gospel. Like that's not. <laughs> it's this again. Who's the father of lies? Right. It's this lie that's been yeah. set up. Mm-hmm. This false image mm-hmm. that's projected. And like, yeah, we don't believe in that God either. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And that 
it's usually just a slight twisting of the truth, right? That's how the, the enemy works. It, the it, yep. part of it's it's all kind of sounds I mean, right, but it's a, he himself used it against. He used the word against Jesus in the wilderness, yeah, yeah. like he quoted scripture towards Jesus. But he kind of like he was just <clears throat> playing with it, which is silly to even think about. <laughs> just literally like the word. Like in the beginning was the word. Like he is the the spirit behind. <laughs> yeah, the I'm pretty sure words. he knows that. <laughs> but I'm yeah. gonna, I'm gonna try to trick you with that. Come on. Yeah. Come on. Devil's an idiot. Yeah, you, you're talking about an idiot. <laughs> Stupid. Yeah, he is. Satan. But it's so funny about the devil. Like all the like the the legalistic church or the whatever church you know the part we've all been part of that church whatever it is the negative they think. You know, they'll hear something like maybe something I would believe and think, yeah, but that's that leaven that leavens the whole lump or whatever. And yeah. we're like, no. And from my perspective, I'm like, no, you've actually been dealing with the leaven the whole time. <laughs> right. It's this is not the negative leaven and you've been right all this time. No, the leaven has been here for since the beginning. Oh, yeah. We've all been affected by the leaven. We're not bringing you leaven. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I, I think we're going, as Kat said at one time at church, she said, no, we're not trying to change anything other than what Jesus commands us to change. Mm-hmm. Like, we're not trying to make things different for the sake of making them different. We're trying to get it right. Right. Who told you to break this tradition? Yeah. The, G- yeah. Jesus. Jesus. Yeah. Jesus is the one that told me to do it. I <laughs> mean, like, the you know, everybody, heresy is not the right word in our little McLean County context. Yeah, that word gets thrown around a lot. It's what's it's it's the it's the word of the nation or the word of the world right now. But whatever we we would call it here in this you know local context, more hometown context, like crazy, like maybe I believe things that people would think are crazy, or y'all believe, or Peyton or whatever. And like I know I do, I know you do, <laughs> but I'm like, yeah, maybe, maybe some of it is crazy. I'm almost sure some of it is crazy, but also. Some of what you believe is crazy. So let's strip it back. And instead of me being a heretic or me calling you a heretic, let's let's go to John 5, you know, and see what it says. And that's props to our pastor because our church is getting a lot of that right, I think. Yeah. Yeah, it it goes back to that humility thing, right, about do I have all the answers and know it? Like I've got it perfect and understand it, right? Like – there might be certain things I believe that other people would look at and think that's crazy. And, but I, in the back of my mind, I know maybe I am like, maybe I've got this wrong. I don't know. Only thing I do know is that he's good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like you're Bruce yeah. Willis on the six cents. <laughs> I'm just, just trying my you best. You think everybody's nuts, but actually you're the, you've been dead for a while. Yeah. <laughs> that's why, like, I'm not, I don't have any certain thing that I want to try to, I always say, like, I'm not trying to, especially comes up when talking about specific sins or whatever, right? Quotation sins. Like, I don't, my, I always say it like this. I'm not interested in trying to convince anybody that something is or isn't a sin. I don't care about that because I don't know. I might be wrong. Like, the only thing I do know is that God is love and that we should love everybody, right? That's the one commandment we were given, to love one another. That's, <laughs> so... That's the only thing, the only ministry that I have, I would say, or whatever word you want to use. Like, that's the only thing I'm interested in because everything else I don't know about. It's the, I've got my own thoughts and opinions. It's but. the only one that you can't dispute for sure. Like, like you know, we all may have a, a little bit different idea what sin is, 
but we can argue about all of them except that one. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, oh, if I say, if I step in a pile of dog poop and I say a bad word, is that a sin? Well, I mean, it's the word is what I just stepped in. So I don't know, maybe, <laughs> you know, but we can argue about it. But if I hate you, I'm instant. That's sin. Yeah. Yeah. But that's, we, I, that's there's no arguing, and that's exactly right. what I mean. Like all the rest of it, like I I have an idea. I think like I think I know what's going on here and here and here and here, but I'm humble enough to know I don't know. Like that's just my thoughts. One thing I do know is that we're called to love one another, yep. right? So, right. I've been having this. I've been asking myself this question here recently. Like, <clears throat> what the, is there different forms of showing love? Yeah, I think so. I think everybody has different. It's no different than in the in like real life, right? Like people show affection in different ways. Or like, like to my, like when I'm when I sit here and think about it, like tough love is mm-hmm. one of the things. Like, if I was to love my brother as myself, and I was talking with my parents the other day, and because I was like, you know, I think. Sometimes when people hear like love, like love, 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 it's just like they, th- I think it ultimately, like sometimes it just goes straight to like a, like, la, 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 like just like yeah. that type of love. I know and what that, you mean. Yeah. And honestly, sometimes my, my, like, I'll fess up, like my brain sometimes goes there. And so I was like, I told, I mean, my mom and dad were talking about, it. I was like, is there, like, what type of, like, what is, the love and my dad was like well sometimes there's tough love and I was sitting there thinking and we got to talking and it was like I told my dad in this way I was like if I love my neighbor as myself and let's say and so I would want my neighbor like let's say if I was going around and maybe sleeping with other people and my buddy like let's say Elijah knows about it if I want him to love me the way I want to love myself. Like I would want him to set me down and be like, listen, I love you, but like what you're doing with these people while you're married to Hannah, like I also love Hannah. <laughs> yeah. I love Hannah. It's like, like what I'm saying, I guess it kind of goes to what brother Steve, Steve said the other day, loving people, like sometimes we're scared to love people because we don't want them to feel like like accepting if that makes sense what he said the other day and like when does it when is it to when is it okay to tough love people i don't let me say this and then the guys can talk i like what he said he said we're, sometimes we're scared to love them because we'll think they'll think that we're accepting that's not a factor. You love them no matter what they think. That's what, But that's what he's saying. Or he's saying we need to thinks. get over that and just love that's them right. with Jesus. That's, that's right. what I'm saying. Yeah, I know you are. But I want, so So now you're saying, from there we've took out the idea that you would not love them because they might think you're accepting what they're doing. How do we know how to love them practically, right? Tough love, huh? Well, uh, whenever it says in Galatians five fourteen that the the whole law is summed up in this one phrase to love your neighbor as yourself, 
<clears throat> if that word is agape specifically, which is self-sacrificing. So, I mean, I think that goes right along with what he's saying there, because, like, and how, how would that be self-sacrificing? Well, that would be sacrificing your own self-image. Like, if someone sees you and they think that you're condoning, like, if someone sees you being loving toward that person and they think that you're condoning mm-hmm. their behavior or whatever, who cares? You're, sa- you're sacrificing your own self-image. Like, who cares what that person thinks? Who cares what the person I'm loving thinks? Right. <laughs> like, yeah. I, that's not my concern. It's all about love, me yeah. loving them. Yeah. It has become that way, and it's wrong for yeah. us to give two flips what our church people think about us loving on people. Yeah. But so, But then your question is a harder one, I think. Yes. Because what you're at, if I understand right, what Peyton's question? Yeah. Okay. Well, but you kind of. Well, I just was rephrasing it so my mind could. <laughs> oh, okay. I think. I think that's what I did. So did he phrase it right? The, the question. I'll just. I'll phrase it again for a third time. <laughs> All right. The question I think that we're getting at here is, what is the right way to love someone? Is that what you're? Yeah. Because like I'm, and that's a way harder question. What would Elijah yes, need to do with him if he was sleeping around on him? Yes, that's what I'm saying. Like, what if we're trying to love somebody, and it's in our heart, it's it's the right intent, but it comes a, a long way and it offends somebody. If that makes sense, offenses will come. Yeah, for sure. And yeah. like, what do you? What do you do with that? Because it's not like I'm I'm not trying to be rude. I'm not trying to be hurtful. I'm not I'm just trying I'm I'm trying to love you with it was in my heart, but it I don't know. Well for me, what it all comes back to, um didn't mean to cut you off. I know that you kinda of set all that up and then I jumped right in there. Oh, you're good. But it always comes back to treating others as I want to be treated. Really. I mean ultimately. And the the weird thing about that is that could be a different answer for all four of us, yeah, right? Because right. we all have different thoughts and ideas and standards that we want for ourselves. So ultimately, like that's the way I try to view it is like, I'm not going to treat anybody or I'm going to try not to, I will fail, unfortunately, but I'm not going to tr- mm-hmm. intentionally try to treat anybody any other way than I want to be treated. And I think, you know, as long as that's, that's the, the foundation that you're working from then you're in the right, you know? Yeah. Like I know right now, not sleeping around on my wife that I don't want to do that. And if, and if I was that I'd want somebody to come along and help me fix that. However, let's say now I am in that instant and I'm enjoying whatever sin I'm living in. I don't want somebody messing with me and telling me you're wrong, but I, but I did. So they may not like to hear it, but just because they don't like to hear it doesn't mean I'm not loving them by trying to help them, right? You know, realize. And I think here's the here's the tightrope for me that is like makes things great. And this this is another thing that leads into something I always say because pe- sometimes like, like again I said love your neighbor as yourself. That's my whole that's my whole thing. That's the one and only message that I have. And like one of the accusations that I'll get from that is like you're just trying to make it too easy. You know, like it, you're simplifying gospel down too much. And like, if you really sit down and think about what it means to love your neighbor as yourself, like that's anything but easy. You know yeah. what I'm saying? But, uh, yeah, I mean, we, we've been talking about Jesus and his relationship with the Pharisees. Like Jesus called out the Pharisees for not loving 
the center, right? Mm-hmm. He does, does that over and over and over and over and over. He says a couple different times, go and learn what this means. We talked about this earlier. He says, go and learn what this means. I desire mercy and not sacrifice. Yeah. He says that to the Pharisees because they refuse to see the quote-unquote sinners as, you know, at with that sort of agape love. They're they're not loving their neighbor mm-hmm. as themselves. Right. You know. Well, and also for me, I just don't this is just my own personal opinion, but I'm not the judge of anybody or anything, right? So, I mean, there are certain things like tough love, for example, that you use, uh, the example that you use, like for me, if it's something that like, let's say somebody that I love, you know, my a family member, whatever, gets on hard drugs, right? That's a, a drugs is an example of where your like tough love is sometimes an approach that yeah. you take. Yeah. I don't feel like there's any judgment in that because like if you're taking meth, we scientifically know that's bad for your health. Like I am literally worried about your physical mm-hmm. well-being, right? A lot of these things that we're talking about tough love with, like those are, some people might not like to hear it, but it is subjective. Like I may think that's a sin, but that's just my judgment. And I'm not judge. I'm not called to judge. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So in those situations, just love people. And another thing I always like to say is you shall know them by their fruit. What kind of fruit does it produce? Right? Mm-hmm. Like by condemning somebody, even if you're afraid that by accepting them, you're affirming sin or whatever that's supposed to mean. What kind of if you're condemning them, what kind of fruit does that produce? Right? Like is, are those people ever going to step foot in your church if you're put talking down to them and condemning them? Or in your you know living or in your living room asking you for help. Right. Like so in those situations, I mean, what kind of fruit is being produced? I mean, I don't know. Like, I can say for me personally, I've had just this week people private message me on social media saying, I'm not a Christian, but I read some of the stuff that you're posting and I dig it. I mean, what kind of fruit is being produced? You know what I'm saying? Like, those are people that other, other people aren't reaching because yeah. they're too busy judging and, and condemning. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So I don't know. I mean, well, yeah, I think that's a really good point because I think that some there are some things that we need to the exact example you gave like in that instance that person's not loving themselves that is it's harmful to them to for them to be doing those drugs or whatever right and it's, and it's not subjective you know yeah we all know doing whatever kind of drugs i don't even know because i don't know enough about drugs to know but they're not good for you yeah and the example that you gave about like like if if you were like uh, did you say something about cheating on Hannah? Yeah. Was the example? Yeah. Like, yeah, that's obviously not loving Hannah mm-hmm. the way that you would want to be loved. It's not loving her with a self-sacrificing love. It's it's the exact opposite of that. Mm-hmm. It's giving into your own selfish desires, and and not sacrificing. Yeah. For her, you know what I mean. So uh, uh, some of those are really obvious, but then there are some that aren't as obvious. That that there's someone is being hurt or is being unloved yeah you know and like i said the the example i gave before like jesus it's because the pharisees were not being loving is why he calls them out Mm -hmm. you know and also i don't know back to your original question about when do you know like let's say when do you know if tough love is the right approach i think it's relational right like you have to know that person yeah if you there's some people that you don't know it's a complete stranger and I'm just gonna I'm gonna hit them with tough love. They're gonna reject that. Well, I almost said that maybe tough love 
maybe sometimes tough love is for fellow brothers and sisters in Christ exactly. around your area. Like that kind of like what you're saying, like, you know, well, so, some of Paul's letters, he says that outright. I'm pretty sure. Like if, uh, he talks about having disputes within like the, within the church, you know, and, it, uh, it was a loud noise. I don't know what it was. I didn't hear it. It sounded like a boom. Some yeah, kind of crash. Me and Sal heard it. Oh, I didn't hear it. We're much more attuned to listen for gunfire than you are. <laughs> <laughs> no, go ahead. Don't get off. Tra- don't get off track, Sean. Oh, too late. <laughs> well, I'll try and throw us back on track. Last night, Ethan read the scripture about the lady that was caught in adultery, and right. Jesus knelt down and was like, "Let the first one that is without sin cast the first stone." And I never read it like this, but Ethan said Jesus qualified himself because he was yeah. without sin. Yeah. So he could have picked up a stone and threw it at her. Yeah. Yep. Not and he, he didn't. Not right. what he does. And I never even read it like like that. Like he pretty much allowed himself, said that I could pick up this stone and throw it at her, and he chose not to. And it kind of hit me a little harder because I was like, I just thought he was always talking to them, but he was kind of talking. He threw himself into the mix when he said the first man without sin yeah, cast the first stone. If anyone qualifies to throw stones, it's him. Yeah. And that and that gives it a whole new life because, like, one of the things that you'll always hear, you know, is a little bit of pushback against the acceptance of that is, but in the end, he tells her, go and sin no more, right? Mm-hmm. So he is, he's not affirming that sin or whatever. He's giving her that tough love. Don't go and sin no more, but you know that he could have threw the stone and he didn't. Yeah. He did not condemn her. Yeah. So that it's building that relationship with her to where there's a foundation to stand upon to where there is no need to sin anymore. Yeah. You understand? Like, there's that foundation. His judgment looks so much different than what we think judgment looks like. <laughs> Thankfully. Yes. Thank, <laughs> yes. Thank you, Jesus, that your judgment is not, that you're not a judge with a gavel and just trying to figure out ways to punish people. Yeah, I can't remember where it's at. Uh, I, actually, you guys mentioned Zephaniah earlier. I think maybe it's in Zephaniah. It was a joke. No. I've never read the book. <laughs> I never yeah. said that name ever. <laughs> actually, I'm probably wrong about that. Anyway, there is a, there's somewhere, somewhere in the Old Testament, figure that one out. Uh, there Good is a, There's a, a scripture where God, the Lord says, uh, is telling the people to, um, what's what's the word I'm looking for? To, Repent? No. Uh, he says, um, use true justice, basically. Use is the wrong word there, but I think you know what I mean. Execute, maybe, Employee, is a better word. Execute? True justice. And, mm. yeah. True. <laughs> <laughs> Told you, I'm an <laughs> idiot. <laughs> true justice. And he says that, he goes on to explain what true justice is, and it's mercy and compassion. Yeah, it's. Uh, so that's what I, that's what I thought about with the story of the woman caught in adultery. What is the word that the new translations change mercy to in the Old Testament? Unfailing love. Yeah, that's what that's what it is. That's what it is. That's what his judgment looks like. More love than you can imagine. I mean, ultimately, for me, and this is just my own personal, the way that I try to approach things is. I just trust, I, I try to trust God, right? I'm just going to love people and not try not to judge them and try to love them the best of my ability. And if there's, 
because I don't really understand this whole idea of affirming sin. Like, I'm just loving you, the person, right? Because, again, I'm not, like, I commit sin, but I'm not sin. I'm an image of God, right? Created in the image of God. I'm not my sin. So by loving the person, you're not loving their sin. You're just loving the person. And then, like, I trust the, the spirit, right? If there's something that needs to be fixed in that person, that being, he can take care of that. That's not for me to fix. Like, if I put my hands on it, I'm going to screw it up for sure. I can't even fix my own life, right? How am I going to fix somebody else's? Right. Well, that's exactly what Jesus says the function of the Holy Spirit is. He says the Holy Spirit will come and he will convict the world of their sin. It's the Holy Spirit's job to convict of sin. It's not our job. Our job is to love. So, yeah. Boom. Oh. <laughs> I don't think we solved anything here. But. No, we didn't. But... <laughs> Just a little more icing on the Jesus is good cake. <laughs> if we're yeah. looking to solve anything, I don't know that we're ever going to accomplish that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I know I'm with the wrong group of guys for that. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, well. How long have we been going? Y'all have know. a motto? This first. There it is again. What? I don't know what that boom was. That was like just the same as the first one. Okay. Did it sound like a gun? I don't know if it sounded like no. a gun, but it did sound something like well, something just killed somebody I mean, it is lovable <laughs> probably a uh, this is our first ever two-hour episode hey <laughs> what about y'all y'all have had two-hour episodes right um we had to break up our hell series into four parts because it was five hours long oh. so. <laughs> <laughs> we didn't even get through john five no no we, there was some good stuff at one the end. thing that you'll know about us is that we are both full of spit, hot air spit and vinegar and doo-doo Hot air and duty. <laughs> Except Sean doesn't like to talk about it. No. He hates pooper. He just, hates poo poo dog. I prefer just more talk with substance, you know? Oh. Poop is unless, a lot of substance. Unless you're Elijah, it has substance. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, you must have never changed a dirty diaper, buddy, because there's yeah. substance there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Everybody but Elijah. Oh, well. Oh. Are we, uh, we going to wrap up or are we going to keep going? What time is it? It's six o'clock. So if we're going home before church tonight, it's time yeah, to go. It's time to go. <laughs> I think my wife is waiting. That's to take fun. home groceries. I would love to see my wife got, and children get anything refrigerated. <laughs> oh, we did. It's just outside in the bed of the truck, so it's, oh, it's staying fine. cold. Yeah. It'll probably all, right. all be froze. The stuff <laughs> yeah. that the apples are froze on. Whenever I heard that you were going grocery shopping, I was like, oh, we might as well forget it. We're never going to record because if you grocery shop like me, that's an all day excursion, buddy. <laughs> Apparently, they've got it figured out. Yeah, She makes the list, and we stick to that I'm list. I'm reading the back wow. of labels. I'm comparing uh, calories and ingredients. No. I'm doing I've, only, I'm not doing that. I've only been grocery shopping with my wife twice. We've been married for 10 years. How are you still alive? I eat whatever she buys. <laughs> <laughs> no, you don't. No. Actually, I go to Subway, and I eat pizza for lunch. <laughs> And then I come home and eat whatever she cooked for supper. If when you it, don't like it, he don't eat it. Whenever right. Andrew shows up poisoned, we know why. He just he just eats whatever. I promise you that if <laughs> I die in a weird way, it was my wife who did it. Yes. And then this podcast will turn into a crime. <laughs> yeah. And then our wives will actually listen to it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I was gonna say Candace listens to that kind of stuff all the time. Yeah, I tried, and because I like I like I love Law and Order. SVU's like one of my favorite shows ever. And uh, I can't do the podcast. Oh, like oh, I don't really I, care. I, we listened all the way to Florida, true crime podcast. Really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. You're able to create the whole scene in your head, and it, it's kind of interesting. I'm just not into it. Yeah, I don't know. it's not my thing either. 
I don't mind watching the shows on TV about yeah. it, but the podcast don't. I'm, I'm a uh, either if I'm I'm either listening to a theology or health, health and fitness. That's it. That's yeah, I don't care about health or fitness except for fitness pizza in my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going theology or like comedy. Yeah. Jesus or Theo. <laughs> And some and sometimes they mix together. And sometimes, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. sometimes theology is comedy. Yes, and sometimes Theo is kind of theo- really bad theology. He does, he does say praise God a lot. Yeah, praise God, brother. <laughs> <laughs> gang, gang, baby. <laughs> what? All right. So after this collab, yeah. What's your favorite podcast? And yes, this is a loaded question. Like outside of our two podcasts? No. What is my favorite? Including and only talking about those two. <laughs> you're not you're not getting it. Apparently not. You mean, what what's my favorite episode? Nope. What's your favorite podcast in the world? Not Between ours and yours. No. Between ours and the whole rest of the world. Oh. So not mine. No. Included. All right, moving right along. <laughs> you're, supposed to, you're supposed to be pretty quick on the I mean, trigger. I, I mean, I do like Rethinking God with Tacos. I like Dan Cokes. You have permission. I mean, I have homebrewed Christianity. Yeah, that's Bible a lot of for good normal people. There, man. Gravity. Oh. Then maybe take root. Zootown. I mean, I've only I listened like to the Zootown. one episode. Sean. Oh, really? That's it. I like Zootown. I like Zootown. You're listening. I like ninjas that. are butterflies. Ninjas are butterflies. I've never heard of that one. They're, they talk about conspiracy theories in oh. their. They're Christians, but they usually don't talk about faith-based things. They just talk about conspiracy theories, mm-hmm. and it is they talk about the Nephilim a lot. Oh yeah. So like, because one of the guys is like, if I believe in aliens or Bigfoot, I'm probably gonna go with the Nephilim route. Like, it's probably the Nephilim. <laughs> yeah. But anyways, they're pretty. They're like hilarious, I think. But I don't know if they have a podcast, but I see them on TikTok a lot. But they're these guys. They look like they're doing a podcast, but they tell youth group stories. Yeah, yeah. Like people those write them in and send them <laughs> youth group stories, and those are. Pretty I've heard funny. some of those youth youth stories that are like wild. Oh yeah, <laughs> I guarantee it. That's you guys' problem now. Yeah, I feel like it. Yeah. <laughs> It's yeah. it's only mine when it involves driving a bus. <laughs> yeah. We've been there, and now it's your turn. I feel like it should not be my turn. Andrew is a chauffeur in our bus driver. Yeah. They disrespect me so much <laughs> that it does me no good to be a part of the group. <laughs> you guys were talking about a joke book or something. Oh, the recently. dad joke book. Where's it at? He got it. He took it home? Yes. What? <laughs> what? Ro- that, was, that yes was so ashamed. Yeah. What right is it of yours to take that joke book to your house? I don't know. You leave it here. I know. <laughs> but I, I brought that up because I remember talking about youth group stories. I remember whenever I was in youth, we had uh, in the youth room there was a joke book, and Seth, <laughs> Seth used to get the joke book and he would read because it you know it has the joke and then the punchline. He would pick a pen, a punchline from a different joke. <laughs> Seth, yeah, that, that sounds, sounds right. just like Seth. It's pretty Seth. funny. Shout out Seth. One of the jokes I remember was, uh, "How do you know unicorns been in your freezer?" I don't know. Horn prints in the ice cream. <laughs> <laughs> they were all dumb like that too. They were just like yeah, the dumbest. That sounds joke. like well, Seth. There's our dad joke segment of our podcast. <laughs> there you go. When TC pulled the parallel line one out, did you hear that? Yeah, that, that it was so bad. No, oh. and just the way he delivered it was. Oh, not he's very perfect good. for dad jokes. He has the weirdest sense of humor <laughs> ever. All right, 
I'm going to tell this one. Like, Bryant told me that it wasn't appropriate for the podcast. Oh, I mean, that's perfect. <laughs> <laughs> he said, what's the best thing about dating a homeless woman? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I, can't, I can't believe you're fixing to do this. <laughs> I don't know, but you I can't wait. You can just drop her off anywhere after you eat. <laughs> That's not a dad joke. <laughs> That's a dad's night oh. joke. Like, what guy, what dudes talk about? <laughs> dad joke. That's really. locker room talk joke. Yeah, locker room talk. That's funny. Uh, actually, kind of sad, though. Kind of. Womp, womp. Kind of a little sad. Way to bring us down, buddy. Yeah. yeah. I'm just saying. Thanks a lot, John MacArthur. <laughs> <laughs> that homeless lady is uh, a lady that was. Made in the image of God. She got she, fed. She did. <laughs> <laughs> and then she he, just didn't get to come home with me. <laughs> and then he dropped her off at her refrigerator box and yeah. the bridge. There you go. Put some pop tarts in there or something. Yeah, go on, That's son. Terrible. All right. On that note, that's brutal. <laughs> on that note, we're out of here. Uh, this is probably where you're going to hear some kind of reggae playing if you're on the back <laughs> yeah. pew. That's right. Yeah, that's our vibe. Don't worry about a thing. There's a Bob Marley. There's a new Bob Marley movie coming out. February. I, can't I already wait. got it on my calendar. Can't wait. We going. I'm thinking Buffalo Soldier, Dreadlock Rasta. <laughs> <laughs> Either that one or Redemption Song. There's so many good ones. Those maybe. Those two are probably my favorite. War. Three Little Birds. One. Three Little Birds. Yeah. Uh, one Love, obviously. No Woman, No Cry. That's, That's a, a good, good one, one too. <laughs> Natural <laughs> Mystic. Yeah. Not one of Pimper's my Paradise. Ooh. You know what? <laughs> what's that song I told you I found on the beach this past summer that I'd never heard that was one of his sons? Uh, uh Damien Marley, Jamrock. Yeah. Welcome, Welcome to, Jamrock. to Jamrock. Love that one. That is a bop <laughs> if you've never heard it. <laughs> I've never heard any of these. Well, if, <laughs> if you or or anybody listening in the audience needs some uh help with a reggae, come see me. I'll, yes. I'll hook you up. Yes. Sal is the Reggae King. I tell you what, what we should do, and we're probably not going to do it because we're just got we've all four fixing to run out of this building and go home. Is on every time we do a collab is use the Welcome to Jamrock as the intro music. I love it because it's a bop, son. I'm out in the streets, they call it murder. Yeah, that's a bop. I played it on the beach very loudly for every day for a week and Allie was not happy and then Kate was not happy and so I just played it even louder. Well, if you come to the beach with me, you can play it as loud as you want. Thank you. I would I'm, much rather hear that than back and down. Uh, don't, don't be hating on Thin Lizzy now. I can't believe you just did that. That's disrespectful. You just made more beef. Well, I'm on their side on this one. Beef it up. Thin, yeah. Lizzy, thin Lizzy's you don't mess with them. Yeah, Round but, one. Yeah, but I ain't scared. that's not their version. I know. <laughs> but it's we, their song. Okay, yeah. But they're we, the one that popularized we it. We used uh, Bon Jovi. Yeah, we used Bon, uh, bon Jovi version here. Oh. I, I think it hits a little harder. <laughs> you know me. I like hitting hard. <laughs> well, thanks for having us on y'all's podcast. Hey, hey, thanks for having us on yours, pal. Absolutely. Absolutely. And hopefully you'll have us back again. Probably. Because I had fun. It's fun. A lot and of hopefully you'll have us back on again. <laughs> yep. I mean, we got through like a third of 
John. This is how this works with yeah, us. Usually. No outline. No outline. Mm. Too much chit chat, remember? Yep. I don't care. <laughs> I, I I love the chit chat. Well, like Andrew. It. Hey, John Five's still gonna be there next time. Yeah, it will. True story. All right, y'all done? Yeah, I'm out. I guess. Deuces. Oh, <laughs> deuces. <laughs> the boys are back in town.